Good evening. Is everyone an emotional wreck or just me? We'll explore tonight. <laughs> I, I, I think I might be um, an, a little unhinged, but meant like inwardly, nothing outwardly. <laughs> I'm just about to get my period, so everything's making me cry. Me too. Like cry, like there, like I was crying over something so basic, and I was like, "Why am I crying right now?" I was like, "Oh, because my period is coming on." I literally just sat down to watch TV last night and I was like, "Why should why should I be crying? <laughs> like nothing's happening." And then I was like, "Am I crying because nothing's happening? Should something be happening?" It was a moment. You know what mine was? I was watching Promised Land, the new show. And <gasps> oh, I haven't started it yet, but I was okay. like, you can well, talk you, you, I mean, you know the premise of how like the like Mexicans were fleeing from Mexico. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Mexican the concept. Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. That was a run on. Um, <laughs> redundant. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so then I was just thinking about like how blessed like we are, even though like we have it bad sometimes. <laughs> and then I started crying. I was like, what the fuck yeah, is going on? And then you started whispering, USA, USA. I'm kidding. Oh, hell no. Never whispering that. However, I was like, well, we're just so fortunate. And and I was like, why am I crying? I was like, oh, my period. That's why. Oh, her. Her again. <laughs> She's coming soon. I literally act like this hasn't been happening for 18 years. And I get so off guard. I'm like, whoa, all the same things that have happened every 28 days since 2003. Gucci. I think I've just always thought of myself as not emotional or not right. that someone that doesn't get PMS. So then when I have emotions, I'm like, oh, those are just normal. And then I have to track like, oh, wait. Yeah. Like, I think we're both like logic front people. Yeah. So emotions were like, whoa, didn't consent to that. Wait, did <laughs> you say normal? Gucci off of that movie? What's it called with that girl? Have you seen that movie? What's it called? Uh is it called I like, feel like I know. it's not called 13 what's it called but it's like a coming of age movie and she like was recording a like she recorded youtube videos and at every at the end of every video <laughs> she would go gucci wait i feel like i know what you're talking about which is pissing me off but i don't know what it is what movie which is, is that? upsetting me more but i'm weak because um obviously we didn't record last week but that was because i was sick with disease x not corona because i can get tested for free at work so I went in there right away to make sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but I was at a bachelorette party the weekend before, which was mad fun. But there was like, we're mostly like 30 plus or like cusp of 30. But then there were like younger sisters there who are like, you know, 25, 26. And that doesn't sound like a big age gap. But I was weak because <laughs> the youngest sister kept saying Gucci after things. And one of the older girls was like, it's not Gucci. It's not Gucci right now. <laughs> Like when things were going badly for the most part, everything was good. I can't disclose. It was a classic Vegas bachelorette. And that one thing did go awry. I wasn't a part of it. Thank you, Lord. Growth. Growth. (laughs) Wasn't part of the issues. (laughs) It wasn't an issue. It was just a, you know, mishap. Yeah, it was a mishap. Everybody was okay. Like everything was fine. And I was, you know, I have grown. I was the first one to go home get in bed, take a shower, put my cuddly pajamas on and uh, no consequences here. Hey, I love that for you. Oh, the movie yeah. is eighth grade, by the way. For oh, no, I haven't seen that. To know. Oh, it's so good. You have to watch it. It's so funny. John I've heard about it, though. It, but hilarious. Um, Gucci. I was like, did <laughs> that I was girl like, watch I could definitely grade? picture myself pulling something from a small child and being like, let's bring it to the 30s. Or I always say it now. I'm like, Gucci. 
the way your eyes light up too like i can tell it's your thing because she's so like because her youtube videos never got any views and she was just like rambling and then at the end she's like anyway so i cut you guys on my next video gucci and then we're like so that's us <laughs> i can't i promise i will not use that word again tonight well i do not promise I, I but i will promise try my hardest <laughs> Once something gets stuck on my head, it's like, say it a thousand times. This is a hilarious. Million. It's like when I tell like a story about my family for the 50th time, people are like, yeah, we heard they're a mess. I'm like, whoops. Sorry. Speaking of, I watched Encanto like oh, three I times. <clears throat> I just go ahead. Oh, well, no, I watched it. I watched most of it up until 30 minutes. And then I watched it with john's business partner like her like his wife's kids like we watched mm-hmm. it together up until the 30 minutes again because we didn't finish it and then i uh, went back over there and we watched it all over <laughs> i can't i want to but i've realized that like psychologically i keep avoiding things that will make me sad and so like oh, it's I not that sad that. it's not like i think i've heard that coco well, was, was like sadder. tears bloop, 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 bloop. Which it's one's very sadder? like family family oriented and like about like gifts and like you know family stuff but i feel like i heard coco was way sadder Daph didn't see that one that yeah. came out like when and Kanto's not that sad it's was like, not about to do that yeah and Kanto's not that sad or i mean i didn't okay. cry and um i don't know what that means but well, I, th- I don't think you cry yeah. over it you know, I'm led to see some Spanish on the screen, so. Ah, the air again. Shit. Oh, I was going to warn you. I was like, I definitely have, like, the heat setting on my air purifier. So if that starts to pop off. Fucking fuck. I'm sure that'll be edited out because she's a great editor. I always forget. All right. Sorry, people. <sighs> sorry to the Jesus. poppers. All right, should we get into some Bravo? I mean, I don't know. Should we? Do I have anything? Do you have any updates? Um, How was your birthday? Because we didn't get to because I was sick. Oh, yeah. My birthday was great. Um, do I remember it? What did we do? Um, we went to, like, a 21 and up bowling alley that, like, has, like, live music and, like, a lot of games and, like, food and drinks. So that was fun. Of course, John made everyone take, like, four shots. Um, so. Enabler. Yeah, he's such an enabler. And then... Went to the strip club after, so that was fun. And then mm-hmm. the next day, me and John woke up hella early because I have a contract, so I had to wake up and deal with that with the seller's agent at like 9 a.m. And then John was like, okay, we're going to brunch and drink again. So then we drank some more, and then we passed out, woke up like, what the fuck happened? Um, <laughs> and on. decided to skip dinner and just order takeout, a bunch of food, and watch Harry Potter. Geek life. Geek life. So that was fun. <laughs> nice. That's so precious and mostly wholesome. Yeah, and I got what I wanted. I got the camera I wanted that I've been dying for. And I got my gifts. <laughs> yeah, that's what I care about. And I got my Joe Malone perfume and I got my Hello. spa at St. Regis. Um yeah, so Johnny did good. And then last week was the grand opening of his um store. So I was busy with that all week. Um, yeah, it was, it's been a good couple of weeks. Busy. I'm ready to not do anything. Yeah. I was the opposite. I did nothing <laughs> because I was sick all weekend. Well, at least you didn't have the Rona, but I mean, I, I feel like it. now it's like, at least you didn't have the Rona. It's like, there are other 
sicknesses that are just as bad or it almost felt worse as, because yeah. it was like <laughs> this sounds terrible but it was like no one really considered me sick because it wasn't covid and i was like no no like things are happening in my respiratory tract that i would like to not happen nor do i want to spread this to other people yeah and i was wiped out like thursday i tried to work remotely because like i was getting tested or whatever and i was just like i can't even send an email oh my god i was like i gotta excuse myself folks and i just took friday off because i was like it's not it's not lit yeah, when you don't feel good, you don't feel good. It could be the cold, a flu, a sinus infection. Like, there are just so many other things. Everybody told me I just shouldn't go back to Vegas, considering I've come back from there sick twice now. Yeah, maybe a break. <laughs> I think they're just jealous. <laughs> I was going to say that, too. They're boring. One of them was my mom. <laughs> she Sorry. hates when I go there. Sorry, Mom. Sorry, Mom. Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> oh we're hilarious thank god for us mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah i feel like there's nothing else to catch up on um critical content updates number one americans you have been summoned the real housewives of melbourne because that's how they say it there australia is now on discovery plus so I yes know. you have been fooled into getting another i've been watching it service. Who's your faves? Because I have um, So no judgments. I'm still in the first episode because I had to like pause to work and then I was kind of working and watching it and then I don't then, remember. Never mind. So, then, then wait. Don't don't make assessments. But I did start it. Um, and John was like, how many more Real Housewives are there? I was like, well, there's Melbourne. There's Ladies of London. There's Real Housewives of Johannesburg. There's Real Housewives. <laughs> he was like, John, it's global. He's like, what there are the hundreds. <laughs> he was like, what the fuck? I was like, well, you know. He was like, okay, so this podcast is going to go on forever. And we're like, forever. yeah, it is. <laughs> it is, sweetheart. Also, <laughs> speaking crazy. of podcasts, Ruby has been a Twitter and Instagram whore these last few days. In like, don't put in my the, name in into the, it. In I don't the want best, those Bravo loves to clap back at me. In the best of ways. I mean, I've included in most of the opinions I agree with. Actually, all of them um, I agree with. So that's why I wake up and burst in, t- in not tears, in like laughter because it's just so funny. Um, but yeah, she has been doing so well with our um, social media. And so I just wanted to take this moment to just. Burr, 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 burr. I don't know. Confetti, yeah, confetti, you, confetti, thank confetti. You. I mean, like, we don't even. So the thing about it is, like, this is what I used to do on, like, my own handle was just, like, live tweet when I'm watching just the thoughts. And nothing ever hits, like, a Vanderpump Rules tweet. And we don't even cover that show on here because, again, white is bread cast. But it's just, like, there's the the fans of Vanderpump Rules are so messy like they like whenever I'm like trying to be evolved I'm like is that a reductive tweet I wrote which stupid thought but I'm a millennial um like I think it's terrible and then that's the one that gets the most likes but right now we do have the most popular one is me talking about Raquel calling Lala a mistress because Raquel had been waiting for that time to call her out for like five years (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, that's we have gotten like almost 500 likes, I just would like to say. 
I think um, the last time I had that much success was like, I said something mean about Jackson Brittany at a reunion like two years ago. <laughs> and people were like, yeah, we hate them. Like, I, mean, I always appeal to the assholes on Twitter. But it is, it is iconic. Like, I woke up because the fire alarm went off at like four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So annoying. Um, but I woke up chuckling. And then I told John, I was like, yeah, even a Bravo lab, like, mentioned us or like added and replied and i was like and we got more likes than hers so loser that's what i said i was like clearly the people are on my side ariani sorry because it's true like i haven't seen the reunion i don't think she got what i was writing like she she just wanted to be pressed about her argument yeah she she didn't understand the fact that no we're not saying that you look down like you know what i mean like you weren't saying like that you don't that you aren't uh, like that she's against marriage but just because you don't want to get married doesn't mean that there isn't like a purpose of marriage well it was just like the argument about so the two guys like are starting their own business and katie who's married to tom shorts like wants to know the details like she Mm -hmm. she needs to know what's happening and everyone's like no you don't and ariana was like arguing that she doesn't and that like them being married doesn't make a difference as to why she needs to know. And it's like, no, literally that's why it makes a difference because, and Katie said it, she's like, if he dies, I take on everything that ever happens to him. So yeah. I deserve to be able to know that. And also like, I've always said it. And I feel like this season, because all the other terrorists were fired, like it, there's no shield to protect Tom Sandoval from like, he's kind of a misogynist. Mm-hmm. He's kind of an asshole. He's kind of an attention whore. Mm-hmm. And now it just looks way more blatantly obvious. So I was just like, bruh, he, she's not trying to like take your business away. She's just trying to preserve like her like family. Right. You know and I, mean? I get that. And, and it doesn't make that. their situation any less, like their relationships no less because they're not married or because Ariana doesn't care, but it like, it shouldn't be like, oh, Ariana doesn't care. So Katie should not like the logic yeah. was not there. And guess what, Ariana? I can't explain that all to you in 140 characters or less if I'm going to include all the hashtags. Thank and you, you know, Queen Katie is a Capricorn. So she cares about. Yeah, business. we always had a- And Ariana's cancer. So she was crying in the club on my tweet. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. And Katie's like, don't her, doesn't her family own restaurants and stuff? But, so like she comes from that's that. That's why background. Sandoval gets pissed because he's like feels emasculated because he's a little bitch yeah and um, katie knows more sorry sorry knowledge wins facts win in this household like if you don't want her to be involved then put it in the prenup like hey like she doesn't she doesn't get my business or at yeah. all so then she won't when i die care. it's not her problem yeah so then she won't give a fuck i will say though that um my bridesmaid dress for the weddings i'm going to be in this year is like quite similar to ariana's without the center cut out and without the slit because you know classy weddings ariana we actually do like you um a lot yeah a lot please Um, let me eat those sandwiches at your restaurant one day just because we disagree with something that you think or your opinion doesn't mean that we (laughs) don't like you that's just what happens naturally we are jenny win on instagram live we're not 
Mr. You know, we're not just we're not people pleasers. We're not just gonna like. I mean, we are people pleasers, but we're not gonna just like things that you say just because we're literally people pleasers (laughs) for apologizing for everything we just said right now. (laughs) Yeah, but we're not gonna just agree with. We're not agreeable people. Like we're not. We don't blindly agree with who we stand. Yeah, and we don't agree just because we like you. If you could be Oprah and I, I don't know. Actually, I don't know if I'll tell Oprah. You better. Yeah, I was like, you better Um, walk back. If you want to go to that house in Montecito, if you want to go to the road. Spin it back. Spin it back. Oprah, you're right about everything. We never said that. Never. Oprah, love you. Subliminal messaging. You never heard this. Everyone except Oprah. Okay. If you're wrong, you're wrong. And And J-Lo. For me. And J-Lo. But if you're wrong, you're wrong. And that's just what it is. Sorry. But we do want to Yes. Thank you for bringing more attention to our Twitter account. Yes. We still only have nine followers. Please pay attention to. There were no new follows. (laughs) With all that engagement. But maybe one It's day. coming. It's coming. And just please pay attention to the good things that we say about you because we have said great things about you. Um, so if you do care to listen or have listened, just keep she it in mind. Not... <laughs> okay. We don't even cover Vanderpump rules on this show. We don't. But I think I've mentioned in the past about Ariana. We probably have. Because we yeah. kind of like her. Yeah, for sure. Anywho. Moving right along, uh, follow us on Twitter at Pop of Color Pod if you want to hear me offend people. Uh, what else? Yeah, I feel like that's enough. We can just get it because again, we missed last week because of me. I'll always include that because you were ready to go. Um, but like we missed Summer House premiere. We missed like a pretty good Salt Lake episode and a good Miami episode. And so now we're doing like the aftermath. So we'll do like. When we go through each one, I'll give like the little big moment of the week before because it's literally all fights. Like we missed yeah. all of the fights, which I'm okay with because we don't need to dissect every fight. Um, because there was just like lots of fun shenanigans this week, which is much more my speed. Can we? Um, so oh, I missed a big part. I think I sent it to you because I just Uh-oh. was off the radar last week. Um, as far as social media goes, but Jenny and her Black Lives Matter, her black thereof, <laughs> Black Lives Matter uh, Facebook post. Um, you know, I think that like, do you think I was going to say, A, they were awful, right? Obviously, everyone thinks that they're awful. But B, do we think that Mary had something to do with them getting out? Like who who showed them to oh, someone for them to be like that? I don't know about that. My theory was that maybe this is context. Like, I do not believe, like, I, we love our Barlinator, but I don't believe that Miss Barlow didn't know about these posts. Like, I don't look at Jenny's Facebook, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm, because they've been friends for like a decade, right? Yeah. No offense. We usually know when our friends are a little racist. There's always little comments. There's mm-hmm. always... Again, little micro part of our show is yeah. like we have to bring up these kind of issues and be very upfront about them. Like, you know, when people just say stuff or look at some type of way at other people, there's no way she didn't know that this was a part of Jenny's personality. And it's like hard for me to like for different minorities to have like those kind of racist views against each other because it just causes more divisiveness, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's like, how are you going to have a stop Asian hate sign on your door, but you're talking about all this stuff about black lives. I watched her damage control live for 10 minutes last night. Cause I wasn't doing anything with my life. And I just happened to open it 
at that, like quite literally at that moment, it was yeah. like, <laughs> you I'm going live in five. And I was like, well, I'm already sitting on my couch. So <laughs> let's do this for a little bit. And then it was terrible. Um, and I just feel like there's something there, like that's like innate and like, doesn't have an articulation, but Mary might've known about those posts already. She might've sensed those like antithetical sentiments and things like that. And of course our queen, Jen Shaw, our problematic queen, um, she like left a comment somewhere after last night's live. And she was like, there were posts, not just from like the beginning of 2020 or like, let's say summer when, um, all the marches were happening and all this, there were posts all the way up to December, 2020. And she said, Jen said that they started filming season two in February, 2021. So she's like, months. so mm-hmm. you were interacting with me and my black family without like us. I mean, I guess presumably Jen Shaw didn't know cause she didn't know her before, but she's like, I know your sentiments didn't change from December to February. So you have these sentiments that I'm like introducing you to my family or bringing you into my life when you have a sentiment that's antithetical to my literal existence. And you know what sucks? It's not like she was like <clears throat> using hate speech or mm-hmm. saying like, or speaking from like a white slave master type of mentality in the sense of degrading the way that black people look or anything like that as mm-hmm. far as like physical features. She was just talking about like really like institutional like issues you know what i mean that i feel like some people get misconstrued you know what i mean i think that that's common with a lot of people and they need to be educated on it so i'm on the fence about her being necessarily fired about it i think she needs of course she has to have some type of uh consequence but i think a major thing that needs to happen with her is educating her yeah about what the fuck she like why she doesn't make any sense because if this were her child and the thing is that she didn't she like grow up in constant not concentration camp mm-hmm. not, but like didn't she like have a like think, really well, hard experience well i think that's like why a lot of people come to the states right is because they had other types of governments whether it was like communist governments dictatorial governments all these things where they didn't have rights Mm-hmm. And so they're so grateful for the freedom they have here comparatively that when people protest or when people fight back or they do something like, let's say, you know, break a glass window at a business or, um, you know, cause some kind of damage to a property. It's so culturally ingrained to be like, this is disrespectful and you could, you could be guilt for this where I come from. So how dare you do something so outrageous and like ungrateful so there is that context as well from possibly her immigrant perspective that is clear too you know like I used to work at a place where you know I studied public health I have a lot of issues with our healthcare system as a country and I'm very outspoken of like it should be this 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 like we should have it like it is in Canada or England or wherever and people who come from those countries where they didn't even have healthcare, they're like, bitch, shut up. And I'm like, I know this is, you know, this comes from my own kind of privileged perspective from being born in the United States and growing up here. And, and even though it's not always right, it's better than what all, like, you know, 80% of the world has too. So I think that definitely is like a context to it as well. Instead of like you said, a privileged white person from a so like upper SES level, just like being like 
shut the fuck up and saying something yeah. horrible and degrading, as you said. I think I had to separate that because watching her now on Salt Lake, it's like kind of hard, uh, like it was hard to swallow, like yeah. the conversation yeah. she had with Mary and stuff. But it's like, well, no, I don't think that she is innately racist. I think that she okay. has, yeah. and I don't think she's maliciously racist. So that's the hard thing. It's like, these are opinions that you have based on maybe what you've seen in Long Beach or like what you've been told or like your mm-hmm. experience culturally and you need to be educated differently, like yeah, otherwise. And from possible treatment that she may have received. Right, so I don't know if- person from other people of color. So then it creates this perspective. Right, you. and so that's my like hard, that's why I'm on the fence about her this coming from a black woman i'm on the fence about her being fired because i think she could be educated and maybe receive some type of i mean i know the consequences have to happen no one obviously wants to see her now but i hate the cancel culture of like when it's different than a judge on tv that is like talking about like oh this black person in our yard shoot him you know what i mean like yeah that's so much different to me than her being like not understanding systematic racism. I think that like a lot of people don't understand systematic racism. And so I think that education is key, but we can move on to like a lot. No, that's a good point. Cause I hadn't even really thought about that till you brought it up about her perspective from where she came from to coming here and kind of like that second layer, because I think, you know, a lot of people in our country see like people of color or immigrants or different like national origins who are politically conservative and they're like how can that be like you know to someone's picture like the conservative parties in our country are you know rich white people and they're all racist and they're all homophobic and they're all this and all that and it's like not necessarily like there are the reason that these people are conservative is because they don't want the government controlling them because they came from such oppressive governments elsewhere and came here for their perceived, you know, freedom and their actual freedom for a lot of them. Um, And it's like you said, it's more about the systematic racism within certain constructs versus um, people as individuals. Yeah. Because I don't think that she's innately racist. I think that she's just uneducated, which then obviously consequentially is racism, but not malicious. And I think we have to separate malicious intentional racism from uneducated ignorant racism yeah lack of exposure lack of exposure lack or like if you're from another country and you came and you like are an immigrant and you had to like you know like you went through hard experiences and then you grow up in Mm -hmm. long beach and all you see is violence and crime and absolutely not to be funny black on black crime or asian on asian crime or like crime in general you're gonna have different opinions about it in those groups yeah you're gonna have different opinions about it than someone who understands from an educational and just like you know everything background about it i agree points were made india Come on now, putting that degree to use. We're not just petty girls, but we're about to turn into them. Yeah. Because the petty <laughs> shit is what y'all came here for. Woo woo, back but, to the petty shit. But we have not an obligation, but like we have an interest into diving into that on these series. Because I mean, Path of Color. Like well, we would listen to other ones and be like, hey, are we just going to talk around the bullshit? Yeah. Not here, folks. Not here. We're so I think it's important that we give our opinions and not just leave it to other people to give theirs. 
which could be just as factual, but you know, just saying our, our opinions matter. Gucci. <laughs> you ruined this. Cause now I'm going to say this for everything. <laughs> Everyone will now hate me. Okay. Um, let's start with Salt Lake city because I like to start in day of the week order. Um, because I have issues. Um, so we, so the week before they like got to Zion on this fake mother's day trip, Lisa and Jen were about to pummel each other on the fucking sprinter van yet again. You know, if I ever had money, I would get a sprinter van because I like to travel with space. If I'm going to travel with like my friends or family. So I would get one of those Mm -hmm. sidebar. But anyway, these two are about to fucking pummel each other because like Jen is crazy, but Lisa's a Sagittarius. And guess what? I have three Sagittarius plus friends. I'm not fucking with any three of them because not that I couldn't physically win with two of them, but just like emotionally, mentally, like they, as we'll talk about in a little bit, pop off. Candace Stillard, Sagittarius. Dorinda Malley, Sagittarius. Like, they're fucking nuts. Like, yeah. what do you not get on this? Like, they, once they're angry, it's like nothing else matters. So, I mean, fire signs in general. Fucking, but Sagittarius are the scariest ones. There's like, a reason it's Sagittarius. Now, I have plenty of Aries in my family. And what they do is like, they just like yell about everything for 10 minutes and then they go back and they're like, okay, cool. Like what's for breakfast? That's true. Like, they they get fired up and then they're over it. It's like pop off, but it's over. Pop off, over, pop off, over. But like Sagittarius, once it just starts, it's like, um, I work in a medical profession. So this is like the only analogy I have. Like when you inject like lidocaine into someone to numb them. And at first it stings and then it just spreads and starts to burn throughout your body. Like that is what a Sagittarius fighting is like. Yeah. Like they, they do not see consequences. Again, Candace Diller, Dorinda Medley. Like we have the examples. And mm-hmm. now Meredith Marks eventually mm-hmm. we'll get to. But anyway, so they fought. Then they hug and cried out. And then they get to the trip. I don't remember what they did, nor does it matter. But then they get to do oh but jen has been drinking the whole night so then which first of all drunk jen shaw like hilarious is so fucking funny like i just loved how she was annoyed the whole time like they were trying to go somewhere and oh they did the healing ceremony and (laughs) the two bitches were late and she was like oh are we wearing on meredith marks again and i was like oh my god (laughs) like i was weak at her ripping out her extensions in the pool She did not go. And I love, I love her cause she's fun. Like she was like, didn't go fucking jumped on her little floaty and fell off it and just did whatever she wanted. Like, that's why I hope they don't fire her. Cause she's a good fucking time. Like, I'm really sorry for what she may have done to those elderly people. Yeah. <laughs> she's so fun. But then they, <laughs> I feel really bad about this <laughs> India. Cause I was always like, fuck Erica Jane. But with Jen Sean, like just a little bit, like, find some way to say that it wasn't her fault like yeah. put it on stew chains put it all on stew chains okay please because we need white to men are always the problem um anyways so then it ends last week with like they're all at dinner and like whitney is 58 sheets to the wind and she's like tell me why you guys are fighting and then it's like meredith and jen just start yelling at each other and jen's like you have 10 fucking boyfriends and then Jenny said you like led the FBI to me. Is that true? And Meredith is like, fuck you now, blah, blah. And like storms off in her weird white caftan. Um, And then that's where this starts. And I 
was weak because they gave the women at that table the hijinks music in the background like there has been a new york times article about the effect of the music in the background of real housewives and they gave them that hijinks music during the fight and when especially when jen said she didn't do anything wrong in terms of all her legal issues yeah it was like like they did not respect her at all and regardless of the um stupid ass posts um before those posts i was not very interested in anything jenny had to say so like the way they had roped her into this argument i was just like fast forward didn't care yeah to be quite honest i found it like wild that meredith like now has all these feelings but again makes sense because she's a sagittarius but at the same time like i'm just so used to her being like on xanax all the time that like her being like love you baby boy i was just like whoa somebody has a feeling love you baby bye i know i wish i could do her voice but it's very hard it's very like fran drescher but like a few octaves deeper i like whitney's spiritual heller we're going to the spiritual heller for the first time (laughs) ever though she was useful at this dinner because she brought up she brought up the man that they both f um, and she also connected the dots of like the indictment and everything. I was saying like, this is why we think Meredith did it. Yeah. And I was like, wow, not Whitney making sense. Like the world really is ending. <laughs> what is going on? Do you know how that makes me feel? Yeah. She like, and she really was trying to make them care about like her and Mary's fight too. Yeah. She's like, does anybody care if we become friends again? And people were like, Jen is no. lying about Meredith. <laughs> like they literally just kept talking about Jen and Meredith and didn't give a fuck about her. And I was like, damn, you literally asked everybody in their face if they cared and they just kept talking about other stuff. You know what? You know one thing I realized about Whitney, bad weather, Heather and Whitney? Yeah. That they, they often like they get on Lisa about like, you know, insin- not insinuating, but like leaving breadcrumbs, but then never like actually giving what you know like answering mm-hmm. or like just like kind of insinuating yeah. stuff they do the same shit they're like they they, they are, are really troublemakers yeah they're sneaky about it yeah because they just are like always innocuously quote end quote like mm-hmm. asking questions and it's always like questions that are leading to the drama mm-hmm. and like and triggering people like do you think meredith has been 100 percent a good friend oh no that was jen never mind I take it back. Or Whitney <laughs> being like, talk. so is Meredith mad at Jen because they slept with the same man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely dropping her own breadcrumbs. Or Whitney also, going to get Meredith like, no, I think you should come out here and just say how you feel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When she was chasing after her, it was so embarrassing. Um, I love Jen Shaw, though, because she was like, these bitches thought I was going, going to jail, so they talk mad shit. And now that, like... I'm here and they have to confront it. Everybody's real fucking quiet. Mm-hmm. And that's like one of the truest things ever said. Like put that on a young Pueblo Instagram quote. <laughs> <laughs> Very you know, Gandhi. the thoughts repost. <laughs> also my favorite part though of the design trip so far. At first I was like a little annoyed, but then it just made me laugh more and more. Is like Mary doing a lot of standing moments in this trip design. So like, when she went to the healing ceremony and didn't want to participate and she just like stood on the rock with her hands like hanging down like by her legs and she just kind of like tipped back and forth and then you could tell that she didn't want to um 
go back to the dinner. Like when Meredith left, she's like, cool, I can leave this dinner now. Cause like, I just want to go to sleep yeah. or like, look at my own clothes. And when Whitney chased after her and like you said, was like, Meredith, are you going to come talk about your feelings? Like then Meredith was like, Mary, you have to come back to you. And Mary was like, oh, and while Meredith sat down, Mary just stood behind the table like same position, just like rocking back and forth. Like, when is this over? Cause you know, the producer said like, Mary, you're legally obligated to go stand there till dinner is over. And then she did it again. I think the next morning or maybe that morning earlier in that day, like she was eating an omelet or something and she was just like eating and staring at them. Oh yeah. Because Lisa and they were was like, trying Mary, to talk to Mary. <laughs> Lisa was like, Hey, can you please go so I can talk to Meredith? And Mary's like, okay. And she just, took forever to like leave like <laughs> like, like she, the camera music i was like gold star for standing <laughs> in like, the mm, middle of crowds my time. oh and then meredith like was upstairs and you know weeping to brooks like the minute i saw brooks marks on the like little chiron i was like not him not again like stop trying to make brooks marks happen move to new jersey if you want the children to be a part of the story we right. do not do that in salt lake city that is not an option and Whitney was very, like, was very drunk. Like, her eyes just kept bugging out every time she spoke. And then she was like, we are a team. The team is us. We are mothers and women. And when, when women start doing that shit, like, mm-mm. this is not an internalized misogynistic statement. Yeah. I just don't, like, I hate when it's, like, uh, you know, a little no, too kumbaya. It's a little, like, too kumbaya. Like I it's just, just like bullshit. Like if you have to say that, that's not true. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like if you have, if you're having a really good time, like again, I can cite that bachelorette party um, that I was just at. Like there were people I had never met before. There were si- siblings there. We were all women. We had a good ass time. Like if anybody didn't, I-, I was the problem because I didn't have a problem with anybody else. Like everybody got along, and we didn't have to be like, yay sisterhood. Like. Yeah raise your hands up in the air like you just don't care and we did not have bride tribe shit we were like "Uh uh-uh by the way we wore hawaiian shirts (laughs) down the strip in vegas i love that i saw and you look so good everybody was like everyone was like we like this a lot more than other bridal parties we've seen and we're like yeah we're not doing those fucking i love it shirts it was chef's kiss anyway back to the show i guess (laughs) i do like i love heather and lisa as frenemies though because like you said like they both poke each other they both goad each other but they interact like i hate mm-hmm. when there's like two hot like a meredith but you know on other shows when two housewives don't like each other so then they're just like i refuse to film because i have principles it's like no meredith we want the drama like shut up meredith shut up and then meredith told brooks that she needed to wipe her whole circle and i was just like then quit the show like please leave please leave because she's not adding anything as an individual to this show besides her lecherous husband and i don't need to see that but like, here's the thing with lisa like lisa is trying because she's friends with both people i think that lisa needs to stand her ground more which she has done a lot more this season but i would not tolerate jen throwing shit at like throwing stuff at me like jen threw something at lisa i would go the fuck off because true that's jen what I'm lisa just like I get why they get mad at her because it's like she obviously has opinions, but she doesn't want to say them. Yeah. And then she'll just say them when she's mad and then she'll take them back. Like, you know, she's her issue is that she doesn't have a backbone. 
Yeah. You know, like the best housewives are always the ones that like, whether or not you agree with them, they stick to their guns. Yeah. Like a Bethany, like a Ramona, like a Vicky Gumbles. Cause she doesn't mm-hmm. want to go off too badly that she ruins her reputation. So it's understandable. They're, but they're all trying to pander to the audience and that's not yeah. the point of the show. Like that's What's why Lisa the starting to suck already. A Sagittarius. Lisa's a Sagittarius too? Yeah. Well, that's why she does the hot mic we'll talk about at the end. Oh yeah. Cause that's her real self. Like she's, yeah. the thing is she's just trying to curate an image. Like Heather's trying to curate an image. I unfortunately think Whitney's herself. Um, I think Mary's herself. I think, but like those top four, I think Jen is actually herself, but I think Meredith, Heather and Lisa are all trying to curate instead of just being honest. And I don't like that shit because it's like, sure. You want to be like the most woke, likable, least problematic person, but you don't have a personality once that happens because you don't have a point of view or your point of view is always like whatever the majority says. Yeah, it's hard for Lisa. Like, it's hard because I really enjoy Lisa and I think that she has a personality, but you just see little moments of her. And I guess we'll get into it. Like, when she, like, was, like, when they all got drunk and she was just, like, being herself and they're like, where's this Lisa? Like, we've never seen this Lisa before, like, this Meredith before. Well, that's why I hated her the first season was because, like, she did her little intro where she took everybody to all the fast food. So everybody had a different restaurant in their lap and blah blah and I was like we get it you're like the cool girl who's like fit but eats like junk like how aspirational and like you're a fun you know what I mean like it was just like she was very much trying to paint a picture yeah I relate I try to paint a picture but I just wouldn't be on a reality tv show because I just know myself well yeah like we don't watch that we don't watch shows for that exactly you know what I mean for a normal person we want you to be outrageous well, no, we want you to be yourself. That part, you know but I mean? mo- mostly outrageous. <laughs> India is ruining all my points tonight, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to take the wine glass from her via the computer and be like, shut your mouth. I'm drinking this wine <laughs> know called Bar Dog. Bar. Not Bar Dog. Oh, false. I got it from Target and it's actually quite delicious. <laughs> Listen to that ASMR. <laughs> I put it in, in the, the aerator. I was wondering what was on the top of that. Oh, yeah, it's an aerator. Some people have like the pour tops that are like in the shapes of different things too. Oh my gosh, that sounds so cool. I don't have, I'm not that fancy. I used to have one, or maybe it was when I lived with my parents. I got one that was like the shape of an octopus or something. Dang, where's John when I need him? I spilt wine. Where's your assistant? <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, um, yes, Barlow's fine, but the cracks are there and then jenna jen and meredith they just chat one-on-one which i think is like a really good idea like they kind of all take a break or they're getting ready to go to bed i don't remember what it was but um i really appreciate that jen was really vulnerable talking to her and was like listen like i'm in a bad place like i just need to know this directly from you and of course meredith says like she didn't have anything to do with it and then meredith was just like hella fake like oh i feel so much compassion for you like i hope everything it's like no you don't you don't don't say shit that you don't mean my like biggest pet peeve but then i did oddly enjoy their hug like there was maybe one note of sincerity maybe it was just the gen sincerity was like washing over meredith yeah and then again uh mary was like um saying that like everyone can get past things it just takes time and she said give meredith five years (laughs) 
to get over this stupid ass fight and i can't sagittarius because grudges yes oh my god there's a commercial with a dog that looks like my dog i'm gonna cry sorry i shouldn't have left the tv on period (laughs) period cries no that one makes me cry no matter what because it actually looks a ton like hershey it's like a little it's that chewy commercial and it has like a little brown doodle and i lose it hershey (sighs) vicky has custody anyway (laughs) actually both of them do i think she cares more about my dad but anywho not the point not the point so then the next morning out of motherfucking nowhere meredith marks is screaming around the house in like what feels very staged by the way Mm because she had her fucking sunglasses on looking nuts as hell and she's like sunglasses and there's cameras everywhere and she's just like yelling like don't you know my family's off effing limits like this is enough blah 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 and everybody literally looked like they were in an active shooter drill like what do we do like what how do we hide from this terrorist although i did love her pajamas i love a luxury looking there's a lot of pajamas on the show this week the shows this week that i was very into and her like perfectly fuchsia satiny pajamas look very luxe and i'd like to know where they were from and Whitney literally was running so fast. She w- ran with a pitcher of water into Heather's <laughs> room. I was like, what is she carrying? And it's like a full pitcher of water. And she's like frozen in place. Cause she's so fucking scared. Cause she doesn't know what's going to happen. It's like, what the and fuck? She and Heather and Jen all hide under Heather's bed and are hiding. And I was weak because first of all, this is how you know Heather's not a real friend. She said, Jen, you go the closest. She hates you. And Jen was like, no, she likes me now. <laughs> I was- Weekington. and then of course heather shoving food in her mouth because she thinks that's like endearing to do on camera shake her baby whatever 8 a.m but well yeah all i, could do I don't think i'm judging the, the candy i don't think i'm judging eating candy at 8 a.m i'm judging i'm wow the wine i don't think i'm judging eating candy at 8 a.m but i'm judging the sugar babies because fair yeah well babies. i'm like i was like judging out of hatred because um I had to go to the doctor for all my health stuff and we were like going through my nutrient patterns <laughs> and she was like less sugar more protein and i was like aye aye captain and then proceeded to ignore that <laughs> so every time i see someone else do it since i can't like be upset at myself i'm like man look at her being irresponsible with that candy <laughs> because that's me and i should stop Wow, I don't, I, I, like I, I don't think I've actually. I think now that I'm 30, I need to be doing that, like checking like my cholesterol. I think I'm just always whenever I go, they're like, "Oh, your blood pressure is normal." I'm like, "Okay, great." India, you have to get a set of labs done once a year. We'll talk about this offline. You I mean, I get a, other labs. You need a metabolic panel. You need a blood count. <laughs> you need to know because if you die of something in five years that you didn't know about, it's because you haven't been doing this. <gasps> she's not she's gonna live till she's 120 i guess i need like a what's the gen- it's called doctor? you need a primary care provider oh yeah I haven't you had need one to get of those an annual forever. health exam once a year i go to the gynecologist okay so you've examined thing? one organ in your body my breast we need a full exam <laughs> <sighs> my god like don't make me break out in public <laughs> Public health Ruby is Yikes. wanting to scream at me. Let's move on. Yikes. I'm sh- I'm gonna get it later, guys. I'm going to get it later. I like have... three years from now. <laughs> Moving on. 
<laughs> um, Meredith is a true Sagittarius at 100. Um, I swear to God, like the part though, when, um, Heather and Jen, I think it was before they climbed in the bed or maybe right after they got out, but they were like both wearing sunglasses too, with like coffee in their hands. And they're just like listening until she gets closer. I swear to God, that's me and anybody I'm friends with when like some shit goes down. Yeah. That's me in this building. Like when I hear people arguing through my air vent, I really try to hear, but it's just like way too muffled. And I'm like, God damn it. That sounds like a good fight. I'm like, I just need to know where it's coming from. So I avoid them. But like, where is it coming from? Is it the lesbians upstairs? <laughs> but the like the ceilings are too high here. So it's just like I can't the sound doesn't carry enough. I would literally need to get like a can to can situation. Can't do it. Um, I also find it really eerie when Meredith is mad and her like neck starts to turn at like mm-hmm. almost a 180 degree angle from Very her exorcist. Shoulder. Yeah, I'm like, first of all why can you do that she like does this like and like she literally looks like she could just kill somebody with her eyeballs or she, like a robot like she looks like she's like yeah like she's malfunctioning yep absolutely it's terrifying and then she was wearing her own merch like when she was having the rage later and i was just like oh i roll like she was wearing a fugly sweatshirt where she looked like cruella because it had like red and white letters on black sweats and i was just like mm, emma stone did it better meredith moving on yeah um so what else happened um, they went hiking which i don't really care much about i was just weak at mary almost falling and then she was just like this is my oh, this is my environment they sent her first i was like she was so just like this is my weird. natural environment i love things like this and then you just see the producers being shady and she's like almost falling like oh, oh. oh my god i i felt kind of bad for her for a second i was like oh her talking about Heather's really nipples. Her talking about Heather's Ew, nipples. She's not wrong. I didn't need to see that. <laughs> but I don't think I even noticed until she baby. said it. And then the producers zoomed in on Heather's nipples. The producers nipples. were like, hey, headlights. <laughs> Boom. Um, I could not, though, with Heather's fucking white sunglasses. I was getting PTSD from people who would wear those in 2005. Yeah. Like, let this be a statement on this show forever. I don't ever want to see white frame sunglasses and we know I hate the white ankle boots, especially the pointy white ankle boots. Oh, no. I don't own a pair. I'm just saying. I was wondering why. <laughs> but I think we've had that discussion. And it was to the point where, again, hopefully one of my last Vegas references, I had a pair of silver boots that were super cute because they matched my silver bodysuit. And someone said, I love your white boots. And I literally replied, Haha, they're silver, not white. <laughs> Because I was just like, let it be known <laughs> that, that I, I will do not, not go wear, back on yeah. this. I don't think I, I own wear... white shoes that aren't sneakers. Good. Because those are ugly. Like sneakers are great. But I, unless you're getting married, I don't like white heels. I hate white pumps. Like if there was a time for that like five years ago, I hate white pumps. I mean, I'm not Marilyn I... Monroe or Minnie Mouse. So. Oh, you heard it here first. Did Minnie White Mouse wear white shoes? Maybe not. Maybe she wore red. <laughs> Short yellow <laughs> or red or black. I was like, how don't, but I just felt like calling you out in this moment. Disney head. Mm-mm. When shade goes wrong, but whatever. But yeah, no, white sneakers, that's it. Or at your wedding. I will not be wearing white heels to my wedding. We're going to wear a nice nude strappy shoe that probably oh. will be covered by my dress. Obviously. But you still want it to feel cute. Yeah, but ew, no white pumps ever. 
you know what? I've never been the person who's like dreamt of their wedding growing up. Like that was never me either. But I was watching during my self-chosen quarantine, aka I felt like shit for 72 hours. I started watching Paris and Love on Peacock, which is like Paris Hilton's wedding documentary or whatever it's called. And when she mentioned how many outfits she was wearing for all the events, I was like, how did I, a Libra, never think about the fashion incorporated into a wedding? I was like, had I thought about this, I would have been married five times by now just for the sake of wearing like each type of dress I would like to wear. Oh my gosh. A moron. I haven't watched Paris in Love yet. I've been meaning to get to it. I thought that all the episodes have already came on, but then I see people keep talking about it. So I'm like, is there a new episode? The finale came out. Gotcha. So I'm in the middle of watching Married at First Sight, and there is a girl on the show who bought herself 10 wedding dresses. Oh, wow. 10. What is wrong with you? And you wonder why you aren't married and on the show. Okay. That's the other thing, though, that throws me off is like, I'm pretty practical and I don't like waste. So I don't know if I could ever really bring myself to, I could maybe buy one dress, but I don't think I could do the multiple outfits throughout because I just feel like, you know, we're all about to die from the fucking meteor. I just would rather spend spend it on things that I'm going to use forever or. But I would do like a cute outfit for each event. Like I would make sure people host the, like Mm -hmm. the engagement party, the bridal shower. I would like to not have a bachelorette party because as much as I support them for all my friends who I'm planning them for this year, it's just not for me personally. Yeah. Cause I think people misconstrue my like self-assuredness and like my tend to like lead as somebody who likes attention. And those are two very different things. Yeah. Like I like to make decisions. I like to be in charge, but I, I don't even like when people sing me happy birthday. If it's like more than one, like, not that I want one person alone to sing me happy birthday, but you know what I mean? Like if we're in a restaurant, like, I know it's nice, but I get, and I take it, but I get real cringe. Me too. And I don't know what to do. And I start being awkward and doing the robot. And then no one wants to see that. I just do that thing where like, you're trying to smile, but you can see people's teeth like gritting backwards and discomfort. So basically Chrissy Teigen. Uh, there's a video of me I'll send you when I was like four <laughs> already like okay <laughs> like it's over now I just and like then, people crying and fawning over me like well graduation was, like, was enough with my mom crying I'm like stop stop it right now stop crying it was the like most well-documented birthday I've ever seen because it was the 90s when everybody wanted to use their over-the-shoulder video cameras and um I always remember that like after they finished singing, like, cause it was obviously a family thing cause Puerto Rico. So it was like all the adults were like behind the camera and it was like me and all the other kids, but they were all like my relatives or family friends. Like it wasn't like we didn't do the school birthday kind of thing. So since they were all my family or family friends, after they finished singing, they had each of the kids kiss me on the cheek. Cause again, like Latinos. And so every time one of them would kiss me, they'd go, like you know the kiss of like and they go ah ah like there's a reason why i'm so antisocial sometimes i mean <laughs> they had me <laughs> ah they, yeah like you make a kiss sound act like you're about to kiss ah, ah! like they're like yay for you for following the one instruction and that happened about like eight times <laughs> 
So yeah, I, I can't do that. So like the bachelorette party concept, because the wedding concept, you're already getting a little bit of that. So that's a lot. But the bachelorette party, like, you know, the sash, the events, the things, and everyone's like, congratulations. It's like, But oh. you know that as your friends, you cannot not have a bachelorette. It would probably end up being a surprise because you would be like, fuck, thought I escaped this. I will literally like call a police officer. I will call Jenny Wynn and be like, ma'am, find your nice cop friend and drive over here. I will have to call elevator man and say, hey, just just tell Ruby you're going to dinner Mm-mm. and drop her off. We won't get married. We won't <laughs> get married. I will tell you right now. I'll be like, do you want to be my husband? You will not give in to these women that aren't your future wife. No. <laughs> Hell no. I I will. I will walk away from everything <laughs> if that would happen. We can do like my concept would be like a rehearsal dinner or whatever the fuck they call them now, like welcome parties. And then we just all get a nice drink at the bar beforehand and have a girl time. Do you know what I mean? Because like you wouldn't spend the night with the future husband anyway. So I would just have the girls come like to the bar wherever I'm staying and we just have the, the wine. What about a random slumber party that has nothing to do with your wedding, but it just happens to be before your wedding with no dicks, no, like, no, you know, like candy dicks, no. I mean, yeah, like that part isn't what upsets me. It's just like, yeah, Um, we can do it over Zoom. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) So I can leave the meeting when I'm done. Are we even covering Housewives anymore? Like, where are we at? Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, sorry. Let's just skip. Okay, because we were just talking was... about the. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just make sure there was nothing else. They we did Club on... Zion. They did Club yeah. Zion. So they did their little. You know, the producer said y'all are boring as fuck. Like people watch the show to watch the turn up on the trip. So they pretended to drink. I kind of don't believe half of them drank. I love a conspiracy theory on a show. So like my theory is like, I think. Probably like, I think Meredith, Jen, and Whitney did drink. I think they drank heavily. I think Heather probably drank a bit too. And then I think the others didn't drink because like Mary doesn't really drink. Jenny doesn't drink. I think Lisa drank. I I think Lisa does a little bit, but I don't think, I don't think she likes to let herself look out of control on the show. So I think like everything she did was like within reason, but I think the other ones did. I thought it was weird when Heather was like, I don't really go to the club unless I'm going to meet a man. Cause I was like, I don't want to meet a man at the club. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right. I was like, Heather, maybe this is the problem. Like you're looking for them in the wrong places. Cause the man that's going to pick you up in the club. I mean, no, I'm trying to when it's worked Mm -hmm. out well. And most of the time it's a no. Nope. It's never worked out well for me. Tried, failed. Actually, I take that back because I met John at a bar. Well, bar is like slightly different. Yeah. Club when you can't talk and you're just looking at bodies and there's sweat and stamps. Yeah. It was someone's birthday at a bar. So. Yeah. Like you were at an event. event. Yeah. So that's a little different. I was like, I don't think you did. Otherwise you would have said something. But yeah. Then they did their little pool party, which I actually thought looked a little bit more fun, actually. And then they woke up and I felt like this was stage two of like Whitney and Jen waking up in one bed next to Lisa and Meredith. 
because like I was watching old Miami episodes um over winter break and they kind of did the same thing where they staged like everybody waking up after the bachelorette party like all in different places and it was hella fake so I'm not fooled bravo except I do think that Whitney really didn't shower when she went to bed and slept like that and that can't be good for your a lot of things you know what i think i think that i do think that they all drank i think that whitney i think heather went to bed early jenny went to bed early obviously mary did but i think heather who else is there heather whitney no 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 not heather lisa whitney lisa um, jen and meredith i do think that they like party because you know how like you drink to the point where you're like having like girl talk and whatever whatever you just kind of like fall asleep wherever you are i do think that that was like actual like factual because it was like i feel like they woke up like why are we always this fun like why are we like why do we not get along like because we have so much fun when we drink so i do think that they that that was real i do but well (laughs) john always judges me based on like my reality tv uh, opinions so I was weak at the weave on the stripper pole, though. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was like, they did not care about their resources on this trip. But, yeah, then we get the preview for next week, and it's lit because Lisa, about her best friend, no, fuck me, Meredith, says that she's a whore who's fucked half of New York. And everybody lost it. The... There was no climax for me with that because my friend texted me and he was like, did you watch the preview? And I hadn't watched that night. So I just fast forwarded to the preview. So I already knew something was coming. So he ruined it for me, but. But that's, not, I don't feel like that's something shocked. we haven't heard before. I feel like Jen has also said that Meredith is a whore. So. Well, I think it's drama because Lisa is supposedly Meredith's best friend, but I guess mm. I wasn't shocked because Lisa, like I said, is also fake. So. I like wouldn't be surprised you know what I mean also it's like when you get to a certain point with some people where you just become unhinged and you're like fuck whatever like fuck this like you want to know the truth about you do you want me to tell the truth about you you're you are a what is it you are a something that can't drive I I was gonna oh you're a virgin you're a virgin who can't drive like it's kind of like that who can't drive. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of like right, that, like where you just like, well, fuck it. Like since we're telling the truth, since we're airing it all yeah. out there. Well, my friend also said, he, I was like, okay. And he was like, you know, best friends can say all the meanest things about each other. And I was like, whoa there. <laughs> like you shouldn't be seeking, not seeking it out, but like you shouldn't be just like poignantly highlighting either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she re- regretted it because it was definitely a You were about to mic. say regretted. Regretted. The W's always get us on this series. I can't. Yeah, I mean, and even uh, page six is like, Lisa Barlow's outburst definitely has impacted her friendship. Well, no shit, but... They posted on each other's birthdays, which I found interesting, but then I remember that back in like season two of Vanderpump Rules, like, after Kristen and Tom broke up, they still had to post appearances together on social media to make it seem like they were together. And then in the reunion, they revealed they broke up and he was with Ariana and that was great drama. So I would love if like they revealed that they just were faking the friendship for social media. Uh, Yeah. But I wonder when is Lisa's birthday because she gives a lot of Capricorn traits to me or just, I don't know. 
I don't know. She reminds me of myself in some ways. <laughs> Maybe good or bad. Wow. Good and bad. But I don't know if she posted a, like a birthday post of herself. Like I see she posted one of her son. So her son's a, a Sagittarius. But I'm like, and I see Meredith is a Sag. But I don't see one of Lisa. So I'm like, when is Lisa's birthday? I wonder. It's like mid-December. It's not It's not a borderline one. Oh, well. I don't know. Maybe because I like Lisa. But anyway, moving forward. Where are we India at? India loves to be an apologist for her faves. She's like, no, no, there's a reason. There's not. <laughs> it's okay. It's just like the way I like mediocrely attractive toxic men. There's no reason. It just is. You're just waiting for elevator man. That's all. You just love a fake bee. That's all. <laughs> it's okay. So does my friend Travis. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> um, on to our new gem of the week, Summer House. Yay, 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 yay. Get it, get it, go, go, go. There is so, dance excited. music playing in my head. Oh, yeah. It probably isn't helpful to everybody that I was making those hype statements. <laughs> and no hype one knows that India was dancing while I oh, was yeah, I was dancing. That. Um, so it just sounds like I'm cheering cheering in silence alone. I had James Kennedy music playing in my head. Pump sessions. I love him. (laughs) (laughs) I love him so much. (laughs) He, I mean, I posted the clips from season six reunion when he was like reaming out Saucy's asshole. And I was just like, he never gave a fuck. Like never. He centered the future caster on him and Charlie. Cause I, but he's also British and British people don't give a fuck. They really don't. Like, I used to be, you know, like, we always were like, oh, British people, those accents, they're so classy. And one of my good friends from a job of mine in California, she, like, had done a year there or something. And she's like, the thing is, is, like, trashy British people are way trashier than it. Because this was, like, before we would see all these, like, spinoffs of the reality shows and stuff or, you know, all that stuff. So we don't know that. And she was like, no, no, no. If they're trashy British people, they are, like, a hundred fucking times crazier than we are. And I was like, oh. I need to meet these people. It sounds like my kind of people. Moving right along though, Summer House. So it premiered again last week. And I don't really care all the stuff that happened for most of the episode because it ended with the darkest of dark moments. I can't wait to hear your opinion on this because I feel like you're going to try to rationalize and apologize for them. But Kyle and Amanda's fight at the end of the first episode leading into this episode where the premise is like he went out drinking and she tried calling him a million times and he didn't answer because he was hammered. And so she was mad at him because like he has a history of making poor choices under the influence of alcohol. So she starts just breaking all his shit. And then like, he comes back and like, he's mad at her. Cause he's like, God forbid, like if I work for our relationship the whole time and I need to like blow off steam, like you have to be up my ass about that too. So it was like, Oh, and then the wild revelation of the first week was that she told Paige and Sierra that she had a contract with him that if she has to call off the wedding, he needs to pay her parents for the cost of the wedding. Oh, I have no, um, there is no, there, I have no, like. Words, apparently. Yeah, I have no defense for them because ridiculous. (laughs) It's like. I was like, if you're about to say something, um, just be like Amanda's little outfits. I'm gonna be. No, I think Amanda like lost her shit clearly when she broke his shit. She even said on Watch What Happens Live, like, no, that doesn't happen often. I literally lost my shit, basically. I don't know if I believe but, it, but continue. 
But I, and she was drunk, but I do think that like he's in the wrong and it's like, why don't you, why can't you just answer the phone? Like if I'm calling you, everyone is at the house, but you, and even if you can't, you can be out with your friends. Don't get me wrong. Your friends live in the Hamptons. You can go out, but can you at least answer my call and say, Hey, I'm okay. I'm coming home in 30 minutes. Cause it wasn't like he was out that much longer than, and then everyone else, mm-hmm. but she's triggered by the fact that he drinks, he over drinks. He stays out way too late. He's in his 40s. Isn't he in his 40s? Or I think he's about to be 40. Close enough. Yeah, and I mean, he's cheated like on 39 her. 39 probably. At the yeah, and he's younger. cheated on her. And it's like, are we going to grow? Like, is there growth? Like, is there some, Is there other things beyond drinking too much? Like, why can't you answer my phone call? I call and I get it. If you called me 14 times, I'm not going to answer either. But uh, or I'm going to think that y- you're dead. I mean, I also related to him when he was like, well, I already knew I was fucked. So I was like, I'm going to have a little more fun before I go home to whatever. But that's so rude waiting. because if you talk about it and you're in therapy and it's like, OK, how can we like have a middle ground? But we don't know what they talked about in therapy like because they just yeah. talk about going to therapy, but we don't know what it's about. But if they like, I'm just saying if they talked about a middle ground in therapy of like, OK, like when you're out, can you at least check in and say, hey, I'm going here like or hey, I'm here. I'm I'm going to be home at about this time. Or if you're running late, hey, I'm going to be running late. Like, don't leave her with nothing. And so then you can't be mad that she's upset about it and then kind of gaslight her into, into like, well, like, I don't understand why you're making a big deal. You make everything a big deal. And it's like. Well, fuck, you cheated on her when you were drunk one time and don't even remember. Like, I just, just have a common why courtesy. she wants to marry this. I yeah. do know why, but I want to say, I want to pretend and say, I don't know why she wants to marry somebody that she has to write a contract with. That's a red flag. You get, that's not even a red flag. That's like, a no you're flag. embarrassing. Yeah. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. But I know why is because she wants to continue the influencer life. Like that's why I think you're talking. right. I, I was rooting for them to a certain extent, but if he does, if they don't get their shit together, he stops drinking. I think he just needs to stop drinking. He needs to be like Carl and stop drinking. Well, I so like have a slight different take on it. Like, I'm not saying that it was, I definitely agree. Like if your significant other's checking on you and you know that they get worried about that kind of stuff, like be the good partner but I do understand what he gets frustrated with her about, which is separate from that fight. Like this is just talking about their relationship in general. Like the fact that um, he constantly has to push her to work at a job that he actually just literally gave her, like handed to her on a silver platter. And she can't even, you know, presumably I only say it because she has also admitted that she doesn't like to work. Like she has said it proudly on watch what happens live and on the series several times throughout the years. It's just like, he's already under that financial burden and it's all like, and it's not just for himself, but he's handling it all for her. Like he was also willing to take care of both of them, essentially no questions asked. So, and like no obligations that we know of that we know of, we don't know like the whole detail, but it's one of those, like, again, reasons why I like to be financially self-sufficient. I, people mm-hmm. should do whatever's best for them. But I think that they entered into one type of agreement and like, it's almost like, it's not that she wants to have her cake and eat it too, but it's like, because he agreed to like, he's got you financially, like you're his wife, he's going to do whatever, blah, blah, blah. He's like, so therefore, and it's just something they did not communicate. He's like, so my right is to handle my shit, like my stress, however it is that I want to handle it. And I don't owe that to you outside of, you know, infidelity. Yeah, for sure. 
for sure. So I, I just, I, it's like just creepy to me at this point. It's like super dark because we know they're married. So it's like a contrast between like one, these, like the storyline doesn't hold too much weight in the sense that like, there's no suspense. We know they're getting married. Like we've seen the previews. Yeah. Um. So every time she's like, I don't know if I'm getting married, bitch. Yeah, you are. We watched it. But the second is like, this is really dark and weird because like, they just keep like weird smiling throughout all of their appearances on watch what happens live. And they're like, everything's fine. We're so happy, blah, blah, blah. And it was like a Lou and Tom situation where it's like, they'd rather get married and get divorced than not have gotten married at all. And I think they will stay together throughout however long they can make this series last. And then whenever the show ends, they're not going to be together. Yeah. Because they want very different things. Mm-hmm. Like she just wants to live in New Jersey like her parents did, which is fine. But she wants to just like move into a house, become a real housewife, like do nothing but post her outfits. Like that's all she wants to do with her life. And that's fine. But she wants to do that while being financially provided for by her partner, which is fine. But then that partner is going to assume his own rights, which is not for everybody. I wouldn't say that's for me either, but I also wouldn't be in this situation where like I'm beholden to that person because they are financially supporting me. And you just need to have a separate life. Like they work together, they live together, like they're getting married. Like you have in your own summer house together, work together. Like you have yeah, no, no life outside of him, like yeah. no identity. Like you, yeah. like your identities become conjoined and then it's like, I don't know, resentment. It, it's just awful. Oh yeah. And they both, they both definitely resent each other for both like valid reasons. Yeah. So it just doesn't make sense. Like, I just don't see, but again, we only watch like 1% of their lives, but like, what, what are we doing here? Like you're not, but you can tell, that. and it sucks because you can tell that Kyle cares because he cries. Like they both cry over it and they're both frustrated with it. And just like, I'm just so unhappy. Like, and he's just like, I can't make her happy. And it's like, yeah, okay, well she cries about herself, but he cries about her. Like there's that difference. But the thing about it is that Kyle, like one thing that you could do to make her happy is yeah, you can go out and drink, but just check in. Like, and yeah, that's one thing the that communication part, I think it's just the communication. Cause I don't think he has a drinking issue in the same way that Carl clearly had, because like we would see on those past seasons, like when Carl drank, he would be hurtful to other people, right? Act, like proactively hurting other people versus like Kyle is just like eating Cheetos in the kitchen. Like, yeah. And talking he, to himself in the mirror. He like literally is actually quite harmless. Like, yes, he had the transgressions he had. But I don't think it was in a place of like, he can't control his drinking. I think he just is like, it's one of those like contrarian things where like, if someone tells you not to do it, you're like, fuck you, I'm going to go harder. Yeah. And so she's like, no, you can't drink blah, blah. And he's like, I'm literally taking care of your whole life. Financially speaking, you're not going to fucking tell me like put placements. You know what I mean? It's like that kind of like alpha, alpha push against each other. And I also think like he probably thought he wanted more of like a sidekick wife, which is what she is. And I think when he watches her just like do nothing, he's actually like, oh, I, maybe I want someone who is driven in whatever they're doing. It doesn't have to be my level, but like they should have more of a purpose. But the thing about um, it is that she had that before him. So it's like, where, where, where's the disconnect coming? Like where, or I feel I like she, she did. Had I, we don't know these she people. Had, I think she just had it because she had to for a year and then she like found the pocket you know what i'm saying true and that's her right again i'm just gonna justify it again not saying people can't do what they want to do but then when you get you know it's like an erica girardi situation it's like all these situations where you know again i have like 
personal extended experiences of people, you know, being handled by money. So that's why I always like feel a little more like impassioned and trigger about it and clearly have like a different side to it. Oh, definitely. I think that every woman should have her own shit. Period. Yeah. I'm not trying to like reduce her for making that choice. I'm just saying that like there's always strings attached when you always oh i are taking money from you may not be but i am have your own shit even if you get an allowance quote unquote which sounds disgusting Mm -hmm. even you get an allowance from a man put some of that money aside into a bank account and have your own shit like do not depend on this man to fulfill every desire because anything could happen and you're left with nothing yeah like i i doubt that like I doubt that if she were not in this relation, because the only reason she's on the show is because she was dating him because she wasn't mm-hmm. part of the original cast. So if she wasn't dating him, she wouldn't have any influence or money that she has. Yeah. Um, and if they broke up, she would lose, you know, a certain percentage because whenever couples break up, they lose the audience that likes couples. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, maybe it would withstand her for a few years, but I don't think it would have that longevity if she doesn't have the discipline and the drive to create and like work for herself. Yeah. It's cringe. So, but. yeah, it's really uncomfortable. So there's that. Now we'll talk about fun stuff. Um, they get ready for Fourth of July, which is like a Hallmark event on their show. Although when Kyle was like America's birthday, I was like, ew, please stop. Don't need very, that. Very white, very white. Um, yeah, very New Hampshire. That's where he's from. Yeah, very that. Very New Hampshire. Very. I was if gonna say very. Reason I have never been up there. I was gonna say very John, but let me not say not my John. I just meant like a like, white John. <laughs> like, like because whoa, John is such her. a white people name. I just am like white John. I think mean, like, Kyle is pretty, pretty white, <laughs> pretty American as they would. Um, but um, I have like this general sense that like I don't know if you agree with this. I feel like Sierra has kind of a made up personality. Like she's curating a character now because she was super dull her first season. And that was fine. Like, I didn't mind that because she was herself, Um, you know, and she just kind of like hung out and like, you know, spoke her mind when it was appropriate, but like kind of hung back. And now I feel like, cause she's all buddied up with Paige. And then after winter house and like, you know, getting all this hype, like now she's like, I'm a sassy person because, you know, she's always like now trying to like initiate the shots or like make a toast or say, and, but like nothing she's saying carries any weight. Does that make sense? So I'm, I'm torn between thinking that and like her comfort level, because I'm like, maybe she didn't feel that comfortable her first season and then like has become more comfortable now that what's her name is gone. Hannah is gone. And now she, yeah and now she has Paige as like her sidekick you know what I mean like they're in cahoots with each other because Hannah's gone you know what I mean so now she has that person that she's just become more like comfortable and and, like gotten out of her comfort you know what I mean like just like showing more sure I just I just feel like some of it's put on you know what I mean like I mean for sure she's doing a bit of curating like she's really trying to like deliver this like slinky person that I just and that's like a girl her age thing too where it's like i need to show that i'm sexy because i need to be desirable you know what i mean like for the male guys so she was doing a lot a lot of work this episode on that and i was just like her and carl i was like wow to be 24 again i guess and then i this is so fucked up after all the things we said about kyle and amanda but i screamed out loud laughing when he ran into her by accident and then she slapped the fuck out of him because that was like some little white girl show where she was just like Kyle, 
and like just slap. It was like a brother and a sister. Like I don't, yeah. it never reads romantic to me whenever they're doing anything. And so then they set up for the 4th of July. Um, you can tell like, because this show is so big now and they have this huge house now, like it's not like those parties they used to have. Like somebody's sponsoring this. I f- there was a DJ, not yeah. James Kennedy, sadly, but there was a DJ. Lots they had boy. like, they had like booths, not booths, but like they had so much like decor and supplies that were delivered to the place. Like it was just kind of insane. I wonder if they had like crew that set that up because it was a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, I feel like they kind of pretended to for five minutes and then they were like, oh, moving right I mean, along. probably. But oh, can I, oh. can we just back up for a second when Kyle oh, yeah. and Danielle were crying, like, or not crying, talking off camera behind the car. And I just oh, hear someone crying. And at first I thought it was Danielle. <laughs> then I realized it was Kyle. Kyle loves to cry, India. We need to find out his placements because Leos like, don't cry like that. Why is he crying? I think Always he's stressed. Like, we're going to hear that quote in place eventually about the $4 million in debt. Yeah, Be- imagine being so $4 million dollars in debt and then dealing with Amanda. But I'm like, it's not, I mean, no, no offense, but like how we say like, oh, student loan debt's not real debt. Even though it is real debt, it's like, we just are like, oh, whatever. Like, is it business debt or is it like personal debt? Like, is it money that like, because business debt, every businessman will say OPM, other people's money. And so if that's the case, then every rich person is in debt to someone. So I'm like, what does that even mean? I don't know. I always have this theory that Bravo celebrities live past their means, even when they're getting paid well. Oh, for sure. Because like, because, and John always says this, he's like every bracket you go up, like most people don't spend the same way that they spent if mm-hmm. they made 60k a year if they make a million they're going to spend the way a person that makes a million spends like but if you live mm-hmm. within the means of whatever you used to live you would have so much money but people well, don't that's do why that. they always say like the real rich people are the cheap people because mm-hmm. they live in that world i think there's just a there needs to be a balance like you need to be within your bracket but you know be generous be nice yeah. i doubt they're being generous that's why they're stingy you have to give to receive you know anyway another young pueblo quote not sponsored <laughs> <laughs> i got so excited when daniel's bf robert the chef came he's such a little cutie with his little wavy hair and tattoos we love that on this podcast mm-hmm. um, and i love that he was like setting up the thing i'm like very over bravo's face with the seafood boil We've discussed this. I'm not really a seafood boiled gal. So I'm just like, so much work for such little return. And it's a drunk party. Like who is wanting to crack open lobsters and and shit like that and crack? I'm pretty sure no one ate that except maybe the cast and crew ate it like the next day as leftovers. Yeah. I bet you that's what it was like for the crew. They're like, when you have a break, you can eat this. Cause I mean, cause I'm sure it was delicious because Robert made it. But I was also weak at Danielle. Like he's still cooking. He's still cooking. I was like, girl, that's his job. <laughs> like, it but not his job here. Like, yeah, cooking. but like she wanted him to do it. And it was like, that thing takes time. Unfortunately, you can't just like walk away from it. Honestly, I got her frustration because he was like, well, you, I don't know yeah. my schedule. Like, it's just very sporadic. And if I have to do something, I have to do it. And I'm living that where, but my schedule sporadic as well. So it's like a balance where she has a nine to five job and he's just like, I'm a chef. Like we're getting like it, 
if I have to go and do something, I have to go do it. Like I can't just be around. And so she's frustrated. That's life. But that's life. She has to get used to it. As my mom would say, he's a hustler. Get used to it. You better support not, him. Not that Philly. <laughs> I can't. I you sound like a mob wife. Him. I don't know what that was. I was like, yeah, I was like, you were bearing into some kind of accent. But I was like, I don't know if your mom talks <laughs> like that, but okay. No, she doesn't. Um, I feel bad that that Alex guy is not like meshing with the group at all. I don't. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. He's very pretentious about his like health stuff. Like, I don't like when yeah. people are like, mm, well, you guys eat bacon in the morning for breakfast. So I eat half a pound of turkey. I'm like, Yeah. Like, I mean, the gym is his personality, but I do get the pretension a little bit because like you got to think about how he grew up like international, like. It reminds me of like some people we probably went to school with, if you think about it, where it's like they just grew up like at a certain percent of life. And yeah. so he was like probably misunderstanding the show and was like, oh, this is the Hamptons. They must be like me. And then he's like, oh no, these are garbage people who are willing to make like crazy television. And I would have you ever have you never watched a season of it? An episode? Nothing? Like you can't just Gym tan. He went in blind. He went in blind. What What do the Jersey people do? Gym tan. Well, because like on because he went to get Andrea, and so I'm sure it was very much like he's like, oh, this Italian model that I'm friends with, so it's gonna be like that vibe. And then I was like, oh no, these gutter people. Once he started judging them on their food choices, and like, well, you guys eat bacon. I eat a half a pound of turkey. I had two omelets. I'm like. I think he was trying to make that his shtick. I'm not saying that it was any good because yeah, it's like, just like when you join a group thing, it's not that you need to act like them, but like, you know, you can cool it with the. I was Paige. That was like, mm, okay. Like her face was like, all right, dude, sure. Like, no, you're not going to get along with everyone. Cause you can do that. You can yeah. be like, Hey, I do these things. I like to go to the gym. This is what I eat, but still be. Yeah. I personable. think it was his comment of like the way you guys eat or something. It was just very judgmental. Like, and it was just like, yeah. well, dude, like we, we like to have fun. We don't like to just eat to live. Yeah. And eat half a pound of turkey, which if we're talking about it, what kind of turkey is it? Is it grass fed turkey? Or is it just like full of hormones? Because you're not giving yourself, you're not doing yourself any favors, bruh. Uh oh, little grandma. All the creatine and whey proteins. Little, little oh natural India jumped out. Yeah, I guess like I have that bias because I think like I was telling you like I'm always thinking about nutrition to a degree for my like for certain health reasons. Um, so I get it when it's like you have to eat a certain way for your health, but he's also like eating in an extreme way to develop a really extreme body so it's not necessarily like actual well-balanced nutrition he's like jacks well he's like trying on to the do first like he's doing show. like he's on yeah. the avengers because that's like how they have to eat to gain all that weight you yeah know what i mean like the guy that plays thor has to eat like and i get it chicken like I'm not where, it's not even in, it. where it's not even pleasant but yeah it's just like you don't need to say those comments to yourself i also think food comments i've always said this like i'm not like super precious about too many like proper behaviors but to me i hate when people comment on your food one way or the other because you don't know what somebody's dealing with so like i hate when people say like oh my god you're being so good i'm being so naughty or like oh my god i wish i could eat you know what i mean like always just like observing because you don't know like either people's if they have disordered history if they have to eat a certain way for like their everyday health because it's like actually a risk to them 
So, and, or if somebody, like you said, just wants to have fun and like eat a fucking pound of bacon. Cause it's a Saturday. Like just, I mean, he was eat. telling that girl, like I eat in between a shot so that like I can maintain and whatever, whatever, shut the fuck up. Like if no oh, one asks you, if no one asks you, then just shut up. Like you don't have to put your shit on other people. Make yeah. them feel bad. Like, no, I don't eat pork, but I'm not about to sit in a room full of people and be like, oh my God, you're eating bacon. Oh Ew. God. That's like when oh people God. don't like seafood and they're like, oh, I can't smell it. Like they like just make a scene. It's rude. Yeah. It's just some people have no manner. home training and but, it shows. But also Summer House is not about manners. So. No. That's just That's true. Own, but Alex, he just has played the he, group wrong. So I hope he gets better. Gelling. He's like a Jules. Remember Jules? You tried to defend her. Yeah, I did. But Jules is better than Alex. And I feel bad for Maya because she's not gelling all the way either. Her flirting is awful. Oh, Maya... She struggled. the The flirting at the party was b- 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 bad. When she was I like, was "Did you just like, get here?" and he's like, "I've been here for an hour." She's like, "Oh, I would have have noticed," but she said it in like a like weird, like, like yeah, bitchy way. And I was, and she was just yeah, like, she she really didn't have the right her. flow. Mm-mm. I felt I really like, oh, bad for Maya. her. I want you to do yeah. better, please. Apparently, her ex fiance was a guy from Top Chef. Oh yeah, it, like, um, what's his name? Kwame. Uh, yeah, Kwame. Mm-hmm. And she's a baker or a chef too. Apparently. I was like. Maybe you are. Anywho, um, I'm excited for Lindsay because she um, was talking about her pheromones the whole episode. Mm-hmm. She was like, my pheromones are ready. And then, like, um, oh, I see what's summer. <laughs> I really gave up on writing notes, FYI, because I just went from that to Amanda facing the fireball. Um, oh, she was facing the fireball and acting like Kyle. So it's like, oh, I get how you guys. Because they do the same shit. But that's also like why it's kind of, again, like I get that he's the one that did something wrong. And like, again, I'm sure you would offer to tell him where he's at, but he's not asking you. You know what I mean? But like y'all act the same way. So why is his worse than yours? I get why. But at the same time, it just feels like. I think she knows how to turn it off and he. And maybe, maybe it's the fact that she can turn, like she is mostly. I think he can turn it off because he has to work constantly. You know what right, I mean? Right. But maybe it is that he doesn't turn it off when she wants him to turn it off. Exactly. Or that he just doesn't have respect. Like one thing that me and John are big on is if I'm going somewhere, I text him, hey, I made it. Or like, hey, we're going to this next spot. Or if he FaceTimes me, I and You know what I mean? Like we're not. Mm-hmm. Up in each other's well, grill when we go out, but we mutual, but we are mutually like we like we have mutual respect to let each other know like, hey, we're, this is where I am. So mm-hmm. if something happens to me, you know where I am. If you call me, I'm going to answer the phone, like because that is just a mutual respect of like I'm not going to just let you call me 14 times. Now there have yeah. been times where you know I've been out till four in the morning. No one's perfect. However, I am also communicative about it. And so it yeah. just is like, even though I'm working on it, um, that's another story. <laughs> I might leave that out of this podcast. That's not what this show is about. <laughs> but no, I think it's, I think what's important is the mutually agreed upon thing. Like she may decide that that's what he needs to do, but if he doesn't agree to it, it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, and that's something they both have to work on. Like he does need to come compromise halfway, but she also needs to be aware like, oh, if he's not paying attention then mm-hmm. like I shouldn't be expecting that yeah but yeah she was like going off and I was just like big yikes 
I don't know. I feel like they both want to be the star and you can't be doing that. Like they don't want to be equals. They both want to be this, like, you know how they say meat and potatoes of a relationship. Mm-hmm. They both want to be steak. Nobody wants to be the chives and potatoes. Yeah. And so that's going to be a thing they have an issue with the whole time. Cause like, that's all I like. And I'm sure I'll have the same comments when the episodes air. Like, I think she literally just cared about like making it into the New York times and like documenting this wedding. You know what I mean? So that she can just post endless pictures of her in the outfits that she picked for her wedding. I mean, like, I can't I imagine. I don't think it's about the two of them. There are a lot of celebrities, I feel like, who have gotten married just for the fame of it all. And oh, absolutely. Afterwards, it's like, okay, so it's like the movie The Graduate, right? So you know how, have you ever seen The Graduate? A long time ago, but go ahead. Okay. Well, you know how the at the end, because the, the main character was sleeping with Mrs. Mrs. Yes, Mrs. Robinson. And then, but he was like, he really wanted to be with her daughter. Was it her daughter or? I think it was just a young, young girl. Mother, young girl. Like, I think it was so, like his classmate. Yeah. So in the end, she was getting married to someone else. And he walked in and was like, hey, no, I want you. And you see them pulling off. And they have this moment of like, did we just fuck up? Like, mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of celebrity or just couples in general have that where it's like they're getting married for their parents or for all the wrong reasons. Oh, yeah. And then afterwards, you're like, is it? I have doubts. I have doubts. And I think like I think I watched um, an old episode of The Real recently where Adrian was like her mom was like, if you're not 100 percent sure that you want to marry this man, if you give me a look before you walk down the, the aisle. We're, this is just going to be a party. You're not getting married because I'm not letting you marry someone just to marry someone. And I feel like people don't have people like that in their lives or they just don't listen. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure Amanda's mom and dad were like, are you sure you want to do this though? Like, I think the fact that she had to write that contract and then they kept arguing that it was like so that he would be financially invested. And it was like... What do you mean financially invested in your wedding? Like... If it's a financial thing, he would have to get. Also, like, that money is what what matters, too. Like, because when you're saying that financial investment, you're saying that's, like, the pull, like, the priority. But the priority is your well-being. Yeah. So it was just, it was, like, really sick. And even on, she was, like, on Watch What Happens Live that night. And she was, like, yes, I wanted a piece of paper in case we went to court that had both of our signatures on it. The fact that, like, that phrase comes out of your mouth. I, you know, call me a cornball. Don't think that that's what I want to do. Like, that's the kind of person I want to get married yeah, to. Someone because it's not a prenup. Like, I was going to say, I'm not saying don't do a prenup. Prenup's beautiful. I think that is actually really smart. Is like, you just never, like, you should be ecstatic and excited in the moment, but you should plan for the worst, right? Like, you should always be practical and pragmatic. That part I fully agree with. But why Again, are you planning for the I worst with think your wedding? I don't think there's a prenup because I think he has the bank account for himself. And then she has whatever money she makes on like to shop or something. Like, why is there a wedding nut? Like, why is there like a, why okay. So if you back out why of is there this, a legal yeah. clause, yeah. For I think a wedding. You, you shouldn't have to have that in the first place. That's just too much. If you have to have a, like a prenup is normal. To me, at least. Maybe yes. other people agree, don't disagree with us. But if you have to have a contract so that mm-hmm. someone walks down the aisle and is obligated to walk, because that's at that point, obliga- like obligation. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm obligated to walk down the aisle now or I will be sued to pay you back. 
Oh girl. It's so dark. It's so, it's like not even funny. It's just like weird and sad. And like, the thing is, is like, we watch it and we get that they are crazy, but I worry about somebody who watches it. Who's like, not that clear minded. And it's like, yeah. Oh, that's what love is. You know what I mean? Like people watch TV all the time, not just reality TV, but scripted TV. And they think like, there's no like critical pull. Right. And so they just think this is their life. Like that's how life is. And they I'm sorry, just but chaos that like that isn't normal and people it's deserve not better. At all. And I need people not to know all. that they deserve better. Like, Yes, arguments happen in relationships. Yes, you're not always going to agree. Yes, there may be times that you're really angry with this person, but respect and these Mm -hmm. type of arguments aren't normal. Like, because you guys, it's just, I'm sorry, but it's- They're they're really doing it for a paycheck. Like their whole relationship's about a paycheck, one way or the other. So moving on to something that's a little bit lighter, but also (laughs) dark, but kind of funny. When Andrea threw that girl in the pool and the girl slapped him and kicked him in the face and stomped on him like a roach. I screamed. (laughs) That one also got ruined for me because I saw it on a meme somewhere before I saw it IRL. First of all, I would be pissed if he threw me in a pool because he threw a black girl in a pool or at least half or she was something. I wouldn't even say she was black. She was a color. Was she? I thought she was like. Italian. She was of color and she had weave in her hair, I'm sure, or hair. And she had her phone in her hand. Yes, I would be pissed as fuck. Like, what the fuck? You just threw me in a pool. But that's happened to me. And I saw the way he threw her too. And it was not like a mutual thing. It wasn't like a fun way. Yeah. He literally saw a girl and like just wrapped his arm around and went boom. Like, and her friend just walked up to him and just bitch slapped him and stumped on him like a roach. And I was like, I can't. I, I can't. hollered. I had to watch it over twice, three times actually, because she just literally like, come here, and like slapped him like she was. The thing is that on she WWE, him, but then she kicked him. The kick was what oh, she kicked him and stomped on him with heels. Wild, wild. And then fucking Paige was like, "There's nothing more I love than to get into a fight with a girl." And I was like, "Ooh, Paige, you would get your ass kicked. Shut up." Oh, no. And then what Paige did is all she did was like, hi, I think you guys should go. And they were already leaving. And then after they were outside is when she said, get the fuck out of my house. And I was like, yeah. all right now. like, do you So you only had balls because producers were around and because. Yeah, like, and she had balls after they left the, pre- like, yeah. once she closed the door. And when I was just like. They either oh, already chose to leave on their own because they knew they were going to get kicked out or yeah. the producers told them like, all right, you got You guys got to go. Yeah. Also, Sierra's telling Maya that Carl has a big dick. She's like, he has a big dick. I know it. I was like, if this is not college party, like. Also, Sierra's so thirsty. So fucking yeah. thirsty. I mean, Carlito I, is a, he is fine AF. But I, I think she's that. just pushing storyline because then like, um, she was on Watch What Happens Live and they were like saying like, who, you know, who would you want in the next winter house? That's like a single Bravo Leb. And at first, out of all people, she mentioned James Kennedy, which I was like, okay. Apparently she finds him attractive. James um, Kennedy? And then she goes, yes, very seriously. So, but then she goes, but he's sober and I like to get fucked up. And I'm like, so clearly the Carl thing was just her. I mean, she asked him her. like, hey, what are your thoughts on being someone, being with someone who drinks? And he was like, I think I can handle it. But yeah. um. But I'm saying she clearly doesn't find that yeah. appealing because one, she's into Austin, who's the antithesis of sober. And then 
Can we talk Literally about ancient. on Watch What Happens Live when Kyle insinuated that Carl and Hubs got engaged? Did he? Did everyone miss that? Because they were talking about who would get engaged I first. I a car. They, they were like, Andy asked, like, who do you guys oh, think yeah, would get engaged that. first? And Kyle was like, I mean, they already, they did it. Like, they already got engaged. And and Amanda Whoa, was like, what? Like, stop saying that. And I was like, wait, did I anyone? Don't think that's, no, I don't think that's true. I mean, obviously not. I don't think it's true either. But it would be nice. Also, that's like when I was also out on Sierra, because instead of just like answering the question truthfully, she hates Lindsay and Danielle. So she said Paige by default. It was like, we're talking about real relationships, not whatever you've been doing on the past three series you've been on. Like, don't be a hater. That's like when her age showed and I was just like, I roll. Like, I love how she keeps talking about what an old soul she is for 25. I'm like, yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sure. Sure. Not, not an sure. old soul in sight. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sure you have like a book of poetry somewhere that you read. Young Pablo. <laughs> um, I was weak though when like, I think it was maybe Carl and Sierra flirting. Somebody was trying to flirt in a scene and in the corner, there's like a woman choking on her jello shot. Like she had like <laughs> fingered the jello shot, put it in her mouth. And I guess it was just really strong. And she was just like, oh, and like, <laughs> Like all the extras on this show did so much more work than the cast. Oh yeah, for this sure. episode. Like that was the beauty of having such a huge party was that there were so many people. And I love how like Hubs was on one. Like she was just like talking to every guy who would talk to her. She was just kept yelling about her fucking pheromones. She was like, I'm young and free. And I was just like, okay. And she's Still like, hugs. if I what did she say? If she wants to suck on a nipple, she'll suck on a nipple. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. There was a verb with the word nipple. And I was just like, she is such a little freak. Like she's exhausting because she's not somebody who just talks about sex all the time, but isn't having any, like she is a freak. Yeah. I just don't want to hear Austin tell her he wants to lick her from front to back. I'm not looking forward to it. I feel like that's a, I think that's a decoy. Watch it be like Jason comes back one weekend or something and it'd be him. Yeah. Because they were having a fling at the time. Um. no Austin would never say that like Austin doesn't have any I feel like he doesn't have any like good dirty talker vocabulary and not that that's a good one I'm just saying like I don't think he even thinks of talking during sex I feel like he just groans twice and it's over (laughs) so Miami um on that positive (laughs) that note um moving right along to our favorite show Nicole is just golden i already said that she was gonna i feel like she was gonna be my favorite and she is my favorite love her don't love when she emphasizes her miami accent a lot but love her for the most part because there's like it's like a very thick like cuban puerto rican accent it's like but it's a miami it's a miami specific because it's not a puerto rican accent and it's not even like a native cuban accent like you remember mama elsa and is like a native cuban accent and maybe alexia's is a little closer but her Alexia, um, not Marisol so much because Marisol has a white dad, but um, like on those early seasons with um, Alexia and who was that other one? Anna, who was also Cuban and Nicole. It's like very specific to Miami because I have like other friends that we went to college with who are from there and they're also Cuban. And it's like this, it's its own accent. And, but it always gets like exaggerated, which sometimes I'm like, all right, we get it. We get where you're <laughs> from. Calm down, calm down. But they had like an explosive fight the week before because 
Um, they're going to Montauk for Lars's jewel jewelry launch. Snooze, you've lost me. But it's really just a cast trip. And um, Nick, like Mara Saul sits down and she's trying to be Elisa Rinna and be like, let's play a game, but I'm just going to talk shit. And they're just like, who do you trust the least? And nobody wants to play the game. They're all Kyle Richards on Girls Trip. They're like, we don't want to play that game. And then someone said like, Marisol, why don't you say who you trust the least? And Marisol was like, Nicole. And everyone was kind of caught off guard. And basically she just claimed that Nicole was talking shit on everybody before the show. And I think because like Marisol was always kind of acting weird with Nicole. I think like as the episode progressed tonight, it's like the veteran cast feel some type of way about the new cast because mm-hmm. if you think about it like adriana had a fight with gertie um and now marisol has a fight with nicole and marisol was always tossing weird comments at nicole earlier in the season too and then i think they don't care about julia as much because julia's their age like they're very specifically targeting like the two young women who are like the generation below them yeah and i because they could be the future of the show and so i feel i think they just feel really threatened and they're like this is our show like we start, you know, it's always that thing with like every veteran cast member where they're like, no, you have to earn your shit. It's like here. sad because then it's like, well, Nicole wins because Marisol, you aren't even a main cast member technically. So. Yeah. Like they literally just kept her for funny isms because she doesn't have a storyline. Yeah. Like, like low key Nicole read her ass when she was like, you got married to this man for some type of relevance. Like you don't even have anything going on. In your but life. that's what Alexia said. She, and she was like, I swear on my son's life that that's what Alexia Ooh, said. When she said that. And she said, like, Alexia, you know, can you swear on your, on your son's life? Can you Oh my swear? God. When she turned that around, I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Here we go. Alexia the Taurus thought she could, but it's uh, Nicole the Virgo. Virgos are scary. My mom's Virgo. <laughs> um i'd be knowing no she did say that she did swear on her son's life and the thing is it's like alexa never answered the statement she would always talk nope. around and be like you you can't say anything that's going to ruin our friendship that's all and she never answered it nope never answered when someone it. can't answer you a yes or no question with the answers yes or no you already know that it's whatever answer gets them in trouble nicole you held her know. ground and the fact that Larsa, my whole thing is like you guys all, not even have to be part of that fucking conversation. You guys all talked shit about each other. Let's not fake. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys all didn't talk shit or don't still talk shit about each other. Larsa, everyone. So for Larsa to be like, well, I don't talk about how you had a kid out of wedlock. I'm sorry, what, bitch? Like, that was so weird. And then also, nobody on the old cast liked Larsa. Like, Larsa was gone after the first season. So yeah, the fact that they're trying to claim unity with her now is really kind of, stupid and then later i think like marisol really reveals herself for being the liar and i mean she knew it she was just trying to stir the pot to get Mm -hmm. nicole upset because she hates that nicole is young and richer um but she was like she just kept saying that nicole called larsa a hooker and then later marisol's talking to her friends and calls them hookers and like people in our generation don't really say hooker period I don't know what we call them, but we yeah. don't say that. Like, that's like a word of a time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, clearly that was the vocabulary at the time when Marisol was on the But scene. Nicole owned up to it. She's like, I But she I owned up to what her. she said. She didn't, because what it was, was like Marisol like elevated it, saying like that she was literally a prostitute basically and that she didn't want to be associated. And what's her face? Nicole was just like, I just didn't know why she was doing this. Yeah, And then Larsa keeps trying to insert Scotty references this whole episode, which I just, the thirst is really 
it's it's the Sahara apparently wherever Lars is because she's thirsty. Are they officially divorced yet? Her and Scotty. I think they are now. I think they are in real time, but on the show they weren't. But the thing is, is like at no point did Nicole mention Scotty in the conversation. But the next morning, um, what's her name? Larsa was like, I mean, she said, why would Scotty Pippen's wife be on OnlyFans? And I was like, nobody referred to Scotty in that whole conversation. You're just bringing him up. Like, calm down. Like, your own insecurities. But also, Nicole said, like, I misjudged you. I looked, I made an on like a OnlyFans account just so I could see what was going on and I realized and I apologize yeah. for that. Like what what more is there to talk about? Larsa saying mm-hmm. Marisol doesn't lie. Girl bye. Everyone has told a fib. Everyone has lied. And Nicole was, was so like, smart. So, that was such a random claim too. Like yeah, I know and, a lot of things but they're not a liar. It's like and Nicole was lied. like, well, and she's so smart and go with her words cuz she's just like, well, Marisol spun everything like she was mad that mm-hmm. I like kind of like came at Alexia about the whole room situation or like how she handles like mm-hmm. confrontation. And so she decided to spin that around and like she said that stuff out of malice because if that's how she really felt, she would have said it beforehand. Like yeah. but she didn't she and it's annoying when people start fights on behalf of other people yeah. instead of just letting people do their own battles. Oh, Nicole like, is just awesome. I love Nicole. I love Julia. Oh, my. Julia is my crazy bitch, but we'll get to that. Um, yeah, so they did the morning after. Loved Nicole's PJs, too. They were like a nice peacock teal kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like the silky, so I was on there. And then, like we said, Larsa brings up Scotty. At least Nicole just, like, made sure to... T- Nicole was really classy. She took the time to apologize to Larsa before everybody got there. Like she made sure like you've heard the words I've said, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. so that we can move on and that's not going to be a continuing thing. And they all eat breakfast before they go to work out. And um, yeah, all the things that I said before actually were in that summary. So they go to do the boxing workout. The trainer was hot, right? Mm-hmm. Was that just- okay. Cause sometimes like when I see the body, I miss the face. And so. he speaks. Espanol, so I know you were like, or Portuguese. Portuguese, But I think he probably speaks Spanish too. But yeah, I do love a multilingual man. So I was in there like somewhere and the tattoos were helping. Mm -hmm. I love when a guy has the ribcage tattoos, put a Bible verse on there. I mean, you know how I feel about a tattoo. I have a walking piece of art, so. Yeah, no, I love the tattoo. Like, I don't love it like the Travis Barker level. I respect it. It's attractive, but like for myself, not so much, but I love like a good amount, like a healthy amount. And sometimes it's better when they're hidden. You know what I mean? I mean, all of most of mine are hidden, but John's a walking track or he is Travis Barker. So (laughs) there's that. Yeah. But love the tattoos. And then I think like Marisol was like, Adriana, you're such a flirt, but I think Adriana just has swag. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Cause she was dressed real casual. She didn't, she wasn't like all done up and being fake as fuck. Like she was just like, what is Adriana a sign? She's a Sagittarius. Oh, she acts so much like an Aries that I like. Cause she's you're very just, just like, you're just conflating fire signs. Yeah. But I mean, she's just well, very she just, like, she's not as amped up. Like, I mean, she can be, we've seen her fight before. Um, like with Frederick and stuff like that. But, um, it's funny because I used to think she was a Libra because she's kind of like really into the art and culture and not, I wouldn't say a pretentious way, but actually in just like a really high level way. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like she's really into culture in like a very specific way that I always associate with Libras, at least some Libras. 
but um I do like that she's just like really low-key but he was clearly interested in talking to her um because she also like knows her age like I think all the women who were a little bit older except for Alexia hung back um but Alexia's pretty fit but like Adriana's my mom's age I've like googled it and so and Marisol like, is how old I don't know older than that yeah um, she I looks mean, I can though. I mean, I can tell um, by her. To be quite honest. You can just tell. I mean, you can tell she looks older. Just saying. Also, you can tell, like, she said that she's not a worker outer because, like, she has no muscle mass. Like, everything None. was just kind of, like. Wrinkly? And just kind of, like. Sorry, um, was that rude? Like, strange. <laughs> well, mine's not much nicer. <laughs> it's just. It's you said stringy. <laughs> I said tr- string cheese. String cheese. String cheese. That's even worse than stringy. I know. That's why I said it's not really nice either. She has no muscle mass. Like, not an ounce. Yeah, like, I hate when people think that just being skinny is enough. And it's, like, not that No, because she takes off her clothes and you're like, oh, my God. Well, because also when you age, like you said, the skin, it, you know, loses elasticity. I mean, it's, like, a whole thing. It's called science. But. (sighs) But Aging is beautiful. I think aging is beautiful. I think Adriana takes good care of herself and she also like dresses her age. You know what I mean? Like she, not sometimes, but you know what I mean? At least for the workout, she was just very subdued versus like everybody in their matching sets and like tits out and hair ponies in. And, you know, like Larsa was just there to take more Insta pictures. Um, But I'm sorry, but all the filler just looks so crazy outside of a filter on Instagram. Like it's just. Oh yeah. It's not natural. It's just too much. I think I've said this already, but ever since I moved back from California, like, and I've joined the real world again, like just seeing normal faces every day now. And then watching these shows, I'm like, holy shit. No wonder people were like, isn't that crazy? But it's like, that's what I would see when I'd be in the street in California. Both. I mean, I live in Atlanta, so the city of BBLs outside of Miami. You're right. You're right. Um, Which I'm, I, I have a couple of friends who have BBLs and they, look great you know i think that you can do it disclaimer disclaimer (laughs) and look great but i think that like too much is too much and when you get too much filler like it just makes it ages you like molly i don't know molly may that was on love island she had so much filler in her face and she got rid of all the filler and she looks like an actual 23 year old because she's actually 23 wow versus a 40 year old like you know it's just like that was like the kylie jenner stuff yeah and it's like you Kylie know, looks put together, but Kylie looks like her mom, and her mom is like sixty-five. Yeah, and you know, black don't. Like crack her mom looks and... grace, great, but you look like your sixty-five-year-old mother. I've been told that I look younger than a twenty-three-year-old, twenty-three-year-old standing next to me, and it's like, oh, it's not because black don't crack. Like, yes, it is that, but it's also because I don't manipulate my face yeah. to the point where I'm unrecognizable. Yeah, like because it ages you. So. Oh yeah. Less is more people. Agreed. Less is more. Enough. But yeah, I loved I this episode. I was just like, I did want to be like, I wish Kiki was a main cast member mm-hmm. because I loved her. She's French. She's Haitian. Mm. Yeah. So I just really enjoyed her. I feel like Marisol just wants to be Elsa. Like she thinks that she's filling that spot now with just like her random sayings. Like she was just like hanging in that hot tub in the corner being like, yeah uppercut in the pee-pee it's like first of all everybody has vaginas so not anatomically correct and then i feel kind of bad am i my fourth glass i don't know i mean we had a lot to catch up on 
we have to get through the content. Um, so if you have, to, I thought about drinking red wine tonight because it's so cold here. Like, yeah, my I mom already, said it's supposed to snow. I yeah, but they keep saying that. I have to go to work, so I don't care. Um, but I'm like already cold intolerant, and, and then like, I mean, I have heat in my apartment, but it's just still not enough. You know when it's just like, yeah, you're still just so cold. But I just drank hot tea instead, which is. You see it every week, my red cheeks. It's yeah. amazing what Rosacea does. It's been in the 50s here, so I don't know. Oh, jealous. But yeah, um, I was just like, Marisol, you're not Elsa. Stop trying to be Elsa. We get it. And then I felt really guilty, but not that much. I think they were just doing the filler to explain Gertie's brief absence. But I was just like, I'm really sorry about all of this, but I just don't care right now about you prepping for your event. Well, they um, talk about I'll it. I'll be excited once they ago. see the event. Yeah, I was just like, once they get to the event, like I'll be excited to watch it. But I think it's just like they want to keep, they want to remind you that that's something that's going to happen. But it, we really didn't need that. This episode. We didn't because we were told that two episodes ago, the episode, like last episode, like we don't need to keep going over literally the same thing y'all are talking about. Like, yeah, it's very sad. I. I hurt for Haiti as I do for other countries, which obviously I cried about the other day, <laughs> drunkenly, not drunkenly, but just PMSingly. Oh. However, we just don't need to be reminded 50 times about it. Sorry. Absolutely. Um, the shopping scene, boring. Yeah. Well, also that was so staged. Like I should bring my jewelry to the store. And then the shop owner being like, you should bring your jewelry to the store. Like, oh my God. Oh shit. Sherlock. Also, again, I'm not a parent. This isn't like a mom shaming situation. I personally, and I know this is like the lifestyle people live and like there's nannies and stuff. I wouldn't leave like my child alone with just my assistant overnight. I think like, it depends like on how close you would are. have to be. I don't, you just never know who's a creep. Like, you never know who's a creep. Yeah, but how long has she known her assistant? Like, have they known each other for years? Because I know people that, like, or not know, but you see people that have, like, PR managers and stuff, and they are, like, really close with them, and, like, they end up being, like, their best friends and stuff. So I think it just really depends on their relationship. And she's older. Like, I think they're, like, the little girl is, like, 16, so she could fight off a pervert. Okay, I did not say that. Okay, that was... (laughs) I <laughs> I'm old school like culturally speaking so I'm like it's either like my mom my cousin who's like my sister or my dad or like it has to be like an immediate family member or maybe like one of my best friends like I'd possibly let you I would let like Amber or I would let like my high school best friends like the ones that I'm in these weddings for like Again, just that. But anybody who's technically an employee first, no matter how close we get, unless I've literally met every single person in your family and truly know you like that, I don't know. It, it, it just sticky. gave me it just gave me like the mildest anxiety. Is all I'm saying. It becomes sticky because I just know like friends who have had employees and they see them buy these nice things and like all of this, and it becomes like this kind of jealousy type of thing, like. I mean, I mean, hello, Selena. and Selena. Yeah, thank you. I watched that the other day and cried too. Um, a lot of also, I was going to say the, the fact that Nicole shaded Marisol or the fact that Nicole said that Alexia shaded Marisol about why she got married 
and then Marisol couldn't remember where her husband was from. I was like, mm. I gave her a break because like my, like when I tell people where my family is from Puerto Rico, it's easy to just say like right outside of San Juan and not get into the specific city because I'm not trying to have y'all motherfuckers. She didn't remember though. She said starts with an R. That's what I'm saying is that like, if, if somebody asked somebody that's like one of my best friends where in Puerto Rico, my family's from, like, and you needed to know the specific city, y'all wouldn't, because I wouldn't trust y'all to try to pronounce that. So I just wouldn't have even gotten there. Yes, it's in another language and his is in English, but. Well, I know John was, told me that his family did South I Africa was like, in Cape Town. I was kind of like Marisol, really. Like I did have that moment, but at the same time I was like, I probably wouldn't have let you try to pronounce it in the first place. Yeah, she's like, eating it? I had a cocktail. So oh, John handed me a, a roll. His mom has made his dinner twice in a row. Aw, mom, thank you. I brought her pralines on Monday, and she loves pralines from this one shop called Savannah. Ooh. I don't know, some Savannah Praline Factory or something. And so oh. I brought her like a pound of pralines. I'm going to Savannah for a bachelorette party. In the mm. summer, so I'll have Savannah, like factory. chocolate factory or something. Well, I'll send you some places because me and John went to Savannah a couple months ago. Yeah, send me Savannah and Tybee Island. Oh, yeah, Tybee Island. So, because we're mostly going to be at the beach, but then we're going to do one day like in town. So, Tybee Island, we went to a seafood place out there. Um, it was a little overhyped, right, John? That seafood place we went to in Tybee Island. I'll send you some places though, but yeah, I wouldn't go there. And the Rex, but yeah, and I get what you're saying. I'm just—it's not even like in a perverted situation. It's just in a safety situation, like you said. There could be—you just—you just never know people who aren't. And my family's wild, but like I know that my family would not cause harm to my child. So that's—it's like a safety thing. But I know that's their lifestyle. They're rich, blah blah. This is why your kids hate you when they grow up, people, because you leave them with assistance. Moving yeah. along. Um, <laughs> She also is like really creepy how she talks about her daughter in the sense that like it's just like very narcissist. She's like, I love her because she's just like me and she looks like me and we're twins. And I was like, she looks like Scotty. She looks with some makeup on. She looks like Scotty spit her out. Yeah, she looks like all the kids daughter. All the kids look like Scotty. They don't. I feel like she. I feel like what Larsa is telling us about him and their relationship on the show is is like not with reality. You know what I mean? Because like I'm I'm curious as to what it is like that's quote hold, like I know what it is holding up. She's probably just like asking for more money or certain things and which I to an extent agree with because like she did give him two decades before everything went wild mm-hmm. and four children. So I get it, but at the same time, I feel like she's trying to like do this narrative of like she's trying to be free and independent. And it's like, no, you're trying to just get some more stuff and that's okay, but don't try to spend I mean, this you thing. Earned she did. And you yeah, had no. I just, you had no um, prenup, so you're entitled. Yeah, to I just, I just think it's funny how she's like, he's just not ready to let go of me. I'm like, no, he really wants to get rid of you, but he also just doesn't want to give you shit. Like that's all that is. And men are like that. Um, men would rather keep you. Like it, they say, it's cheaper to keep her because they would rather string you through years yes. of divorce than to give you what you actually deserve or oh, yeah. anything at all. Oh, yes. I know a few situations. Unfortunately. Like um, yeah. You know, we won't get into that. Um, yeah. 
I'm not here to do therapy. I, but anyway. I'm not personally going through that with myself, but I know someone who's personally going through that. That greatly affects me. So anyway. Um, yeah. I know a couple degrees of relative, but I won't say I that. I am one degree of separation. The or, number one, yeah, one part of this episode is Julia and her shots. Like, give us Russia. Drink vodka, then blow out, then pickle in the mouth. I love how that's your Russian accent, but here we are. I don't know um, one of those. Well, our mutual haterade friend, Justin, when we were in college or like right out of college, I think he was, a, y'all were seniors and I had just left college. Um, he came to visit me in grad school and it was my birthday. And he like, he has this part of his family that's from Jersey and it's like very Jersey shore and all this stuff. And he's like, my cousin's a bartender and she has this trick. And so I don't know if I fully believe this, but I've done it ever since he taught me <laughs> and I just convinced myself the shots are better that way. It's kind of similar to Julia's, um, but it's like you inhale and then you literally exhale till there's no more air left in your mouth. Like until you feel like you're almost like have a dry mouth and then you throw the shot back. And I think it's like meant to like open the hatch a little bit more. And so that's so how like Mexicans do it. So when I went to Mexico, they inhale. And I think that's what, um, I think eventually Nicole Julie got to that, but about. the first tutorial, she did it wrong because yeah. she said inhale and you in, Could you, well, no, you inhale and then you take the shot and then you blow it out. I think that's the way Mexicans do it. And then you take the lime. Hold on, let me think. Yeah, you inhale it. So like, because you know how people like hold their nose when they like take a shot so they don't like taste Stupid. it. Yeah. That I think that's work. why Mexicans do it. Um, I, we went to a dispensary. But holding the nose doesn't work. A, we went to like a, not a dispensary. We went to a something. And they said like, inhale, take the shot. Distillery. Exhale it out. Yeah, distillery. And then take the lime or whatever. Um, yeah, but but people don't plug your nose. Because what you're doing is you're eliminating one sense. And that makes the taste sense stronger. Yeah. Like people are so dumb. Um, I can't. But I love all of her little shots. Um. I love that they just like then just started kind of like day drinking and hanging out by the pool and just like doing girl shit because it's just fun. And I yeah, I like them because they actually dress up. They actually like all spending time together. And then that's when Kiki was saying like, Garrity's coming in a little bit. Do you guys want to learn Haitian words? And then they just learned words for dick. Like, yeah, they were like, this is just the word for dick. Zozo is the word for penis. And then they're like, and then if it's a hard penis, it's wah. <laughs> and I was like. And like all of a sudden, Adrian was like, wah, wah, wah. She was like, I learned that word real quick. And I could not when she said all wood is good wood. I was like, I'm done with her. Nope. I'm done with her. False. I'm done with her. And then they get ready for dinner. And um, everybody's like, they just rehashed the Nicole Alexi Marisol thing, which I don't think is worth going through again. Because like nothing new was brought up. But I was weak at Gertie being like nervous about like, she's like, it already feels like I'm walking into a crime scene. Like what's yeah. going on here? Cause like you and I are people who believe in energy. So we agree when like you can feel an energy mm-hmm. when you enter a space or dealing with something that it's like all awry. But the and one I thing I can one. say, oh, sorry. I don't think oh, no, that no. they want to fuck with Nicole. I think Nicole stands her ground and they back down easily off of her. Because they don't have anything else to say. Like, Nicole says how she feels. I think Alexia tries to act like she goes hard. Because, like, that's Alexia's, like, nature. I think Alexia likes to be surrounded. And she is, by nature now, with, like, two sons, too. Like, I think she likes to be the sole woman focus in a group of men. 
or like she's used to being around a lot of men. So she's the sole female focus. So when she's around other females who want to like, who rise to meet her, she tries to like dominate, but she's not actually a dominant person because she doesn't make any sense. Like, no, she she doesn't really know how to like, God, she doesn't know how to like to to debate and to like get her point across in a way that's like, that makes sense. Yeah. A lot of people compare her to like Teresa from Jersey and it is like Mm -hmm. a weird parallel. Cause I mean, because Teresa has that issue too sometimes. You know what I mean? I'm like Teresa's so wrapped gasket. up in herself, she can't see outside. She's like, I'm going to love oh my, my casket. <laughs> I love Teresa. She's a mess. But yeah. And then I loved how Julia was like, can't we just be like a girl's trip telling naughty, sexy jokes? And I was like, yes, Julia. Like she's so our kind of person. She like, just we has such a je ne sais quoi. Like we've talked about. All right. Enough with that one. <laughs> And then I was screaming at her olive oil trick that her Russian spy trick was to take a gulp of olive oil before she starts drinking. Should I start she doing so that? Drunk. <laughs> yeah, I was like, do we think that actually works? No, because she was still drunk. So I'm like, you're right, you're right. Like, oh God. And then I actually um, looked it up and was like, no, it's not true. I'm glad you did the research on our behalf. Um, question, because I always forget the answer to this for you. Do you eat oysters? I can never remember. Yes, I love oysters. Yeah, I was really feeling that. I was like, yes, the oysters. Like, mm, my favorite. I love a good... I haven't had oysters in a while. Now I'm like, ooh, I might take John on a date tomorrow. Too. I lied. Another Vegas mention. I went to this place called Sushi Samba. It's like a cha- It's like an international chain, but it's like, it's it's not Nobu, but it's like one of those, you know, where it's like only yeah. in nice cities. Um, and also, I think Nobu's overrated, high key. But anywho um but it's like a japanese brazilian fusion place and it was so good and i had like half i wanted to have a dozen but we were like splitting checks so i was like i can't be myself right now you know because it was like you couldn't do like separate checks it was like yeah we're doing a collective so i was like okay i can't get buck wild so i'll be casual and do a half dozen but they were so good because i haven't had some in like a few months oh, me either and then it was like bomb ass sushi like high quality fish i was just in heaven i was like i could eat here for each of the meals this weekend wow i'm craving it yeah because people get some type of way about oysters and they put a lot lot nastier things in their mouth than oysters. i love an oyster i love i love a escargot i am a very adventurous person i don't think i'm into escargot i had it once when i was young and like traveled to france for the first time but it just wasn't my jam I feel like if you like an oyster, you, you'll like an escargot because it, might have been it has the, the same texture. Thing. Yeah, because yeah. it has it's the like, same I texture. I probably like it now. Yeah. But normally, escargot is, well, in most places I've had it, it's like charbroil the way that they do oyster, like some Ooh. of the oysters. So they yeah. like charbroil it with like some cheese and like like garlic, like, sorry, I keep hitting my mic. You're fine. Um, garlic, you know, like stuff like that on top. So then it's just like gooey yes. and delicious. Yeah. I mean, garlic and onions makes everything better. For sure. Every time. But I did get a little annoyed when, like, Julia and Adrian were like, this is our table and that's everybody else's table. Because, like, if I'm on a group trip, I want, like, everyone to, like, you're going to be sitting in different pieces and, like, talking to different people at different times. But I hate when people, like, want to make it a point, like, we are separating from the rest of you. Yeah. One thing like, I'm not stingy with is food. Like, I am like, okay, so are we going to order small plates for the table like are we all gonna share stuff like i'm not a like picky person when it's like oh nitpicking about who ordered this who ordered that who ordered that like oh yeah 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 let's I think all they just have a luxurious as, i think they just want to be separate as people like activities like oh, yeah. they just always want to be like the two of them versus everybody else you know, i mean the not friendship versus, rings like, 
it's like a friendship. Oh, we'll contract. get to that. We'll get to that. Julia, FYI, I'm just reminding you right now, Julia is a cancer. So like that's why she's crazy. And she has all those fucking feelings. And the proposal for the friend engagement might be wilder than Cynthia's friend contract mm-hmm. with me in season three of Atlanta. I said the same thing. <laughs> because I remember watching that episode live with Amber Jolly in our dorm room and being like, what? Because I wasn't like an Atlanta watcher at the time. And I was like, Amber, what are we doing here with this girl? Like, she is fucking nuts. Another person who was getting into a marriage she shouldn't have been getting into. And mm-hmm. we like witnessed that whole process happen. And you had to write a contract as a grown adult to another grown adult. The rings were wild. It was like the whole setup. Like, I don't think if she had gotten the rings and just been, and just been like, I want to get these for you because like, we're best friends. You know what I mean? Like they were saying like a grown up friendship bracelet or something. It was the like need to proclaim why it happened, how she kept it a secret, you know, having it in that perfect Tiffany blue box, um, getting on her knees it would, and I would love to say that it's staged, but I really don't think Julia is that person. I think it's absolutely that she's a cancer. Like yeah. if she were any other sign, I'd be like, oh, it's staged, but she's a cancer. Like she really was feeling, and like um, Lisa was saying earlier in the day, like she makes everything romantic. Like she is a to the nth degree romantic person. Yeah. So like even with platonic stuff, but it was just like for those of us who aren't like that, it was a lot. Marisol Everybody's saying that someone the plugged her out of Woodstock. That was weak. Marisol was like, someone just plugged Julie out of Woodstock. I was like. Marisol is literally like, she has her vocabulary from like the last time she was young, which was yeah. like 1994. Because like, again, saying hooker, she kept calling everybody bro. I was like, ma'am, I know you don't have children, but you are not a child anymore. You have to stop. Yeah. I I feel triggered by her because I'm worried this is my future. <laughs> Minus the string body because I'm a big girl. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, wor- I'm worried about like just I may get married seven times and not have kids. So then I'll always just be a kid. You know what I mean? Like my yeah. parents are like, I'm an only child with the white father and the Latin mother. <laughs> and I'm just going to be like never knowing how to answer to society. <laughs> And I'm going to be like 70 telling you guys like, bruh, stop it. <laughs> like, Get out of here. And you guys are going to be like, we have grandchildren we're taking care of. Please like <laughs> go drink your cocks somewhere else. <laughs> get out of here. I think that's why she triggers me. You know, when you can't look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> that's my fear. She's a reflection and of yourself. I'm worried she's my future. Um, and then we get to the after hours part and, um, Again, Julia's trying to rope everybody into the Russian shots. Adriana's shoving pickles down her throat. Larsa is taking selfies while everybody else is engaging. Her only fans. And then I just like found her so like eye roll when they well, one, I loved when Adriana was like, Larsa, you're boring. <laughs> like the Sag jumped out in that moment. But um I found it so like eye roll when she was like, We're here for my work. Like I'm tired and I have things to do and like trying to push the narrative as if like as if they would be there if there wasn't a TV show does that make sense yeah like they're not here for you and you know that they're here for their job which is to act a fool on television and you could partake in that but you're just only a little bit like you could take one shot and be like okay just one 
or half a shot. Just participate in some way and not like, all right, I'm tired. Like, I get it because it's like, even if her jewelry, you know, obviously the jewelry thing was real to a certain extent. It's like, okay, I have something to prepare for. I don't want to be hung over. But for example, my friends were here this weekend. I needed to be up early for John's event, but I still went out. I still drank. I just drank responsibly so that I could wake up and not be hung over and still be functional. So Larsa could have done the same. She's just a little Kardashian. Oh my God. Like, don't you see like her little mannerisms or phrases that sound like she's just trying to be Kim? It's actually quite creepy. Which I wish she wouldn't because that's not the end all be all. Not it really, aren't, it really aren't. isn't. If we want to talk again about somebody else who's in a PR relationship, whew, whose like whole life is just about images, yeah. like literal images. But um, yeah, I was just like, why are you so boring? And like the fact that she was like, if you guys were doing fun stuff, I'd be here. But like, you're just eating pickles. And it's like, what is the fun stuff you do, Larsa? Because I don't think there's, a, besides take your selfies, I don't think she yeah. has any hobbies or activities yeah so i can't remember what was on the preview for next week for this show i think it's just her party right like her party um and oh, i think nicole, nicole confronting marisol. marisol and marisol just doesn't care i think nicole's giving her too much attention too at the same time like i would be a little mad like if somebody had done that but like after that night if you didn't chat about it in that moment I think if you leave it too long, it's like not worth revisiting because if I were the person that, if I was Marisol, like if I was the person who offended the other person, I'm not being really articulate right now. And like someone came to me weeks later and was like, it really pissed me off when you did this. Like, and I'm somebody who stews a little bit. Like I hold on to, like not hold on to stuff, but like mine is like, sometimes it's like, if you mm-hmm. do the same thing seven times, I won't say it the first six times. Cause I'm like letting it slide. But by the seventh in the moment, I'll say like, this is enough. And maybe somebody else that, but like for the single fight to like yeah. go revisit it a few days later is like you should have just done it that very morning when it's still fresh, because then it just kind of the momentum dies if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sure. I can't wait. We still haven't gotten Adriana telling Larsa she's not a Kardashian. Yeah, that better I'm be excited. some finale shit. Also on our stories, which will probably expire by the time this is posted. Um. <laughs> I posted all of the Miami reunion looks and they're so well-dressed. I actually Alexia's to some my degree, liked every single person's outfit. Alexia's my favorite outfit. And then green. I think I liked Lisa's the best. Oh, I like Lisa's too. So it was Lisa, Alexia, and Gertie's were like my three favorite. I just liked them all in varying degrees and that like they were all like, they looked original. But they, they still looked like thing. a cohesive like group. But like also original in the sense that like they chose their own thing, not like what a like I'm sure they have stylists, but you know, like when you watch Beverly Hills and they're all wearing like three versions of the same thing or like yeah. when they accidentally show up in the same outfits because it's like so cookie cutter, like this is what this stylist told everybody yeah. to wear. And it's like, no, it's original in that like those are things that they like for themselves um, because that's just their actual style versus yeah. fashion. And it still all you worked I mean? together. Like it was all cohesive. Oh, it all worked like, together. Yeah. And I think it's because they're true to themselves. Cause like New York used to have really good um, combinations as well when they were still doing their own thing. Like even when they were more casual, like if you watch like the season two and three reunions, they all looked really good just being themselves yeah. and like just agreeing upon like a degree of formality. Yeah. 
because I think that people see the color scheme ones and they're like oh my god that's so elegant but if you look at those dresses as individuals a lot of them are not that good because like that's how I felt about like the yellow for Potomac year and even half no I liked the pink ones actually a lot of them picked good outfits for the pink year yeah apparently like Giselle's, a lot of the, I think Giselle's was an outfit made by someone from Project Runway so that explains yeah. that oh um, my god y'all always have to try to come for her did I send you the clip of Karen in her CVS shoes season yes three? hilarious yeah I remember that people because... don't like to remember the past but Karen used to dress ugly as shit just three years ago I mean she still dresses ugly as shit but she absolutely it, does it's still it's like sporadic where you're like what <laughs> people you forget wanna, sometimes you want to be 40 and then sometimes you want to be 61 I don't understand the CVS shoes though she, she was like ready to go or something. <laughs> she was ready to go for a walk. Yeah. But yeah, that's our show. Just this like a was... casual Marvel movie length. So I feel like we said the and last this was one way more was... entertaining than that. Yeah, I feel like the last one we said was like a super episode, but it really wasn't because it was like an hour and forty minutes. This one is the actual super. So this was the super you've been waiting for. You know, we're happy to be back. I'm happy that Ruby is feeling better. And yeah, I really um, pray for my immune system because winter is still here. Yeah, plenty of zinc, boo. Vitamin C, zinc, vitamin D. Uh, zinc makes me sick, unfortunately. Oh, vitamin I tried taking D. it when I got COVID. Oh, yeah. After vitamin going C. to the doctor, I have like eight different vitamins that are elderberry, echinacea, golden cell. I'm taking silver, vitamin D3, magnesium, silver. B12, mm-hmm. uh, a probiotic. But I've been taking has me in all the vitamins always. So, yeah, um, we're healthy here. Yeah, I'm glad you're feeling better. And it was probably just the dirty Vegas people, honestly. Probably, most likely. Somebody nasty on my plane. For sure. Oh, oh, I was like, did I tell you? I met a cute guy on my plane on my way to Vegas, but he was there for his own bachelor party. So kill me slowly with a chainsaw. Okay. Elevator man is still out there. I'm still okay. explaining that. I like um, hate that name, but okay. Elevator man. Yeah. Okay. Well, when he has a name, then he won't be elevator man anymore. But until he has a name, he is simply elevator man because that's the, the, do you visual I have in my head. Grey's Anatomy? Were you ever a Grey's person? I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, back in the day before the shooting season, and then I was like, I oh, can't God, that was so much. I was like, is that why you're into the elevator thing? Because remember how elevators were always a thing for them? Oh, no. So I read this book called The Wedding Date, and this girl and this guy met in an elevator, and then he asked her to be his wedding date, like his pretend date, or not his pretend date, but to be his date because he didn't have one and they ended up falling gotcha. in love by Jasmine Guillory. Okay. Um, so I'm obsessed with her books right now. But anyway, oh, um, yeah, but, and then I just like, it's just like cool. Like you meet a guy in the elevator, just like, hey, what's up? Like, oh, you're cute. You like me? Okay, let's go on a date. Okay, cool. The elevator rides are never that long. That's why it makes no sense. Well, they met in the ele- elevator really quickly and then they exchanged, like they got off on the same like, at the lobby and then like in the same hotel mm. and then they were like still talking and like oh you want to go you, you know it can be it can be anything ruby okay. i'm not i'm not doubting you i'm just like look i'm manifesting this beautiful elevator man for you that is going to be bilingual 
and he's going to be all about public health and safety. And <laughs> as long as he believes in vaccines, I'm good. That's and he's going to, yeah, he's going to believe in vaccines and he's going to believe in tequila. All right. All right. You heard it here first, people. <laughs> the bar is low. Bar low. It's always his, bar like, low. Well, well, I was going to say his ringtone. I was going to say his ringtone is like suave mente or something, but no, no, no. He won't have a no, ringtone. No, we, I, don't, I don't need the... I don't need the ones that are exoticizing me. Mm-mm. No, he's not going to have a ringtone. He's going to be just... Also ringtone because we're in the Devil Wears Prada in 2006. Can you imagine like, suavemente? I'd be like, oh, I got to go kill myself now. No, don't say that. <laughs> Sorry. I'd be like, I have to go... Feed like, a Wash my cat. From- I have to like go remove a wart from my boob. Bye. <laughs> 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 I don't know if you can get works there, but ew. <laughs> the visual is enough. <laughs> I always think of Junie from Spy Kids when he had the works on his fingers and he had his little band aids. Ew. <laughs> All I think about is a microwave McDonald's. <laughs> oh my god! I used to dream about that. Also, Spy Kids hits. Yeah. To this day. Yeah. There's no movie like that. Our generation was different. The thumb people freak freak me out, though. I know, but that was like such a great movie. It was. And a franchise, because they had Spy Kids like through four. I watched number two, and maybe I babysat somebody to watch three. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't like we were a little past it, but I had to watch it for some reason. And then I didn't watch four because I was Jessica Alba. And. I think she I watched to, all of them. She used to deny her heritage in her early career. So yeah, I think I watched all of them. I mean, I support it. Shame, shame. It, shame if you're forward. going to pick a franchise to stand, Spy Kids is it. Yeah. This is a pro Spy Kids podcast. We'll do an episode on it later. Yeah, <laughs> we will. Bonus. Carmen episodes. and Junie for life. <laughs> Junie is married to Megan Trainer and has a child with her. Oh, I forget. I'm on, you know, white Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I have no idea about this, but that's great. I'll DM it to you. It's scary. Yeah. Let, please send it to me. Um, on that Most note, videos. I am starving. I know. Thank God we start these early because I couldn't stay up this late. Yeah. If we start earlier. Good night, folks. Make good choices. And we will catch you guys next week. Take Bye. your emergency. Bye. Bye.